listening to Shoot and Scoot, the Blades of War Team Yankee Federation Narman Great War podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming with our tongues firmly in our cheeks, our pants as flat to the ground, and our dice, more often than not, failing to shoot and scoot every episode. We invite you to join us in the many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk and to shop online at Battlefield Hobbies because Hammy has been playing thematic scenarios. If nice dice are your vice, then be sure to check out diceofwar.com.au, our podcast sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. And if you'd like to contribute to this continued failed cross-check of a podcast, you can now also become a patron supporter by following the link on the Breakthrough Assault blog. Pay £1 a month for your chance to also become internet famous. I'm Eddie Fairs-Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England. I'm joined by my co-host, Duncan, last-minute army list is better than none, Gosling. Yeah, well, how, how do I emigrate? And Lee, small fiddly parts, Parnell. Not suitable for like six months, 46 week year olds. <laughs> 46 oh! week year olds. <laughs> oh, welcome to episode 80. Eight zero. The one where we'll be, yeah, the one where we'll be burning toys for heat this winter. Lee, yeah. what are we talking about tonight? That's why I could do all the excess brews I've got. I didn't think of that. I mean, there you might go. be a, a very noxious. <laughs> no, just smoke them. It'll make, it'll make the, take the pain away. <laughs> Grey sprue yeah. haze. Exactly, yeah. I mean, that's what you can do with excess unit cards. You can use that for kindling on the fire. That's for yeah. Oh, I'm going to strap them to myself for extra insulation. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, kids, a sheet of newspaper between your kidneys and the cold. Yeah. If, if it's double laminated mid war German Panzer Company cards, it's even better. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you see some front ones for authenticity. Yeah. Authenticity. Yeah. No, I'm going to use my African core ones and then pretend I'm nice and hot. <laughs> anyway, tonight uh, we should be doing Internet Famous. So say hello to our latest two patrons. Ooh, and the um, existing ones. Hello, patrons. And existing ones, of course. Um, then we're doing Faces, Bases, Something, Something, talking about what we've been painting. Mm-hmm. We'll then go to News from the Front, talking about the games we've been playing. <laughs> then we'll be having our Eastern Front Mid War Monster um, edition of You and Who's Army. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, is that what MWN stands for? Yes. Yeah, Monster. Right, excellent. Gotcha. That's because exactly. yours doesn't. Yeah. Frant- frenetic typing begins. Yeah. Oh, no, so, oh, hold on. See, I, w- I was being mocked for being last minute. At least I actually read the instructions, probably. <laughs> one second, one second, sorry. Forces.flamesofwar. Then yeah. we'll be doing uh, <laughs> an, officer, uh, off, op, sorry, an officer answers, uh, events, and shoot scoot. So, Eddie, whilst you're frantically opening up forces, you want to introduce yep. our latest um, patrons? I will. One second. Let me just quick back to the other thing. It has their names. Ah, so uh, thank you very much to Stuart Lee Mack for becoming a Return patron supporter. Return We should give him a plug, actually. Stuart, Stuart owns a, a Miniature Realms painting studio. So he's a, he's a pro painter. I recognise the name. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he he does um he does a lot of he's actually got the separate podcast on what was the uh, out of the frying pan that you mentioned, Eddie? Really? That's yep. uh, worlds collide. Exactly. I, I listened to that, and anyway, I was I was actually I think I woke uh, Tacey up because I started laughing when he was mentioning about you. <laughs> It's like his podcast. It's it's all about a Duncan. I was like, that sounds like something a Duncan would do. Oh, it is a Duncan. Oh, right. There we go then. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, Stu. Thanks for sending us some money. I should probably send you some money. I've got a long list of patron things I should sign up for on my Patreon. Um, But I'll see what the electricity bill is like first. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but yeah, yeah. So he's 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 just um he's got some stuff on his YouTube channel that's going up for flames now. He he, he was telling me um this morning that he's just done a a how to paint at Sherman, which sounds sounds really straightforward. But his Sherman that he's got on the front cover now Does looks it, lovely. So oh, is it going to make me like vomit a little bit in my mouth? At, yeah, like, yeah. My models. Well, he's, oh. he's also talking about doing Marines, Eddie. So oh, cool. Well, you know, yeah. all I need to do is sell a kidney, and I can pay him to paint mine as well at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> do you know which which what hobby bunker they're in uh yes they are all collated in uh section alpha uh, have you got top in, men on them as as we speak top men <laughs> yeah. no i just said i said panchette the cat in um she's getting pretty good at getting into things and turning off laptops but as we discovered is, is that <laughs> i was gonna say is that top man that, that one? Is top top cat Top cat. Top cat. There you go. <laughs> 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 yeah, nice one, buddy. Yeah, there's, there's a pop culture reference. Has Top Cat, has, yeah, has Top cat come back? Have they, have they redone Top Cat? I don't know. I don't know. He's probably a drug pusher. It's probably, now, it's probably a live. There's a live action film of everything these days, isn't there? So. Yeah, I, I think he's a dealer out of his tra- tra- rubbish bin now, so as well. So there you <laughs> yeah. go. He's, 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 no, he's, he's I thought he, he ended up pimping Benny out, didn't he? Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Are we are we setting Top Cat now in the meaning streets of Baltimore? Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be the wire top no, cat no, no. Croydon. we've all been waiting top, for. Croydon. Top it's cat Croydon. 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 Yeah. The Cronks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> West Croydon bus station. Yeah, he's, run, he's running county lines with Benny just smoking and, <laughs> and saying that uh, and someone coming up to him going, You got a pretty mouth there, cat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and our other patron is Adrian! Adrian! Adrian. Adrian, I'm not sure so, if that was if we, if we're doing Rocky or the Goonies then. It's not the, it's not the oh, I, I, I was just having a mini stroke. I, just, I thought, it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought it was the same. Isn't that the same film? <laughs> it's just some guy running up those stairs, punching kids in the face. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, Grange Hill. You should have said. <laughs> I thought it was Biker Grave. Biker. Oh, I couldn't oh. understand Biker Grave. Jeff, Mon, your beard's on fire. Yeah, PJ, me eyes. What? That's going to say Darren. That's a Darren Scooby. Darren's, Darren's just Darren's <laughs> at this moment just fallen off his chair. I think he's just, he's just he's flipped his laptop. He's yeah. gone. That's it. Smash. Right. I'm done with this nonsense. And, and Jeff is definitely on a list as well from Biker Grove. I'm sorry, but he definitely 100 percent is. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> anyway, so uh, our new patrons, which takes us up to how many, Lee? How many patrons? It takes up to the magical number fifty patrons. Whoop, five whoop, zero. Whoop. We finally five got zero. to fifty. The start the, set points limit box. You, you were getting toyed with, weren't you, Lee? You were getting toyed with when you were looking at it. It's like, oh, we got a new, we got a new patron. Oh, oh. So oh, I've dropped that. Oh. Economic crisis means I got to reprioritize their money. You're in, <laughs> you're all out. You're hot and you're cold. But I think it's, it's, it's an opportune moment to say that we're extremely grateful to everyone. Um, yes, it, it, it is it, it, extraordinarily grateful, and then um, yeah, Lee and Lee and Eddie wouldn't be as clear as crystal clear as uh, they are now without you uh, the sport. Hear the rum and coke repeating the what? Uh, nothing. Did you say <laughs> Roman cake? Rum and coke. Clearly, his mics aren't as clear as we're hoping. For. No, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, Duncan needs Duncan needs two headphones. That's all that is. I need new headphones. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and an ear syringing. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, and it's been good. I mean, obviously, we have a Discord for the patrons. Um, an active Discord, actually. 
It's a very active Discord. And it I love the fact we're, it is very we're discussing the F1 cars and what the road dash would be. And we've got two separate um, outs, you know, people on our Discord working out the maths to try and work out how fast an F1 car would be. And well, also what the cross-check would be for it. <laughs> that's incredible. What, 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 what was it? What did we get to? So, um, it's it something like to... 14 feet or something, wasn't it? it was something I think insane. Mike Mike Robertson came in the, with the first of the answer. Um, I think that's the one up. I probably saw. And, and Dar- Darren Oso. Um, but... but are they two completely different as well? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Ah, oh, interesting. So there's, you know, there's a bit of discussion about which one would be more appropriate. So what we're saying <laughs> is we need Brian, Dr. Brian Cox as a patron as well now, so we can ask him mm-hmm. ridiculous maths questions. Or, or Carol Vorderman. Let's try and find it now. I can't, play, can't play find it. Although I find Carol Vorderman's <laughs> face slightly unsettling now. Yeah, she's a bit, she's, it's that classic point where you had a bit too much work done, isn't it? So. I, 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 I don't even know if it is. Is it work? Is it, it just seems like a bit of a... She's 60 um, or something, I think. Right, so Mike's, Mike's answer was using the American Jeep, which had a top speed of 65 miles per hour, I'm now the record for a Jeep doing 65 miles an hour. I'm going to put that on the record it's, now. No. It's, it's oh, the answer being, Albuquerque. Being in, a, <laughs> being, in a, being in a Mini Cooper doing like 70 miles per hour and, and, and the mirrors stop functioning because they're, they're shaking too much. Is uh, yeah. um, <laughs> Now, using the record for an F1 car is 231.4 miles per hour. Now, we round down 230 for a slightly more consistent average top speed, making it 3.5 times faster than a Jeep. A Jeep okay. is a road dash of 48 inches. So using that, an F1 car would have a road dash 168 inches or 14 feet. That's what I remember. Mm-hmm. 14 feet, yeah. And then Darren's answer. Um, a generic F1 car would have a road dash of 72 inches. This is based on H39 having a top speed on the road of 35 kilometers per hour. So you can tell he's Canadian and there uh, might be... This equates a 12-inch road dash based on the R35 stats. An average top speed in an F1 car of around 205 kilometers per hour is therefore six times greater, given the 72 inches. So you've got either Ooh. 72 inches or you've got um, 168 inches. But uh, I think I that's think... one point out. Mike has forgot that you know Flames of War isn't a linear scale when it comes to distances. <laughs> yeah. So I probably, I probably, though I, 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 I like Mike's maths, I think Darren's answer is probably closer in terms of what it was scaled to given the whole logarithmic um, style. But, but I think whoever used the R35 as a benchmark deserves some bonus points for that. Because <laughs> if that's, if that's your high bar. I, 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 well, I think um, Darren's trying to gain, gain the system there, and then the Butte Panzer will get your attention. So. Well, that's, 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 <laughs> yeah, and we uh, reward such downright... <laughs> we do. Sycophantia is... Sycophantic uh, is, is definitely something that we, uh, we laud and approve. Courage, yeah, that's what I hope we have yeah. a patron, right? He's gone exactly. mad with power. Of course he has. You're trying to go mad without power. It's boring. No one listens to you. Exactly. Gibber, gibber, gibber. So you go. Yeah. So yeah. Jo- jo- so become a patron. <laughs> jo- uh, jo- join us jo- in Discord for this. I mean, we, we have. Of... <laughs> yeah. yeah sure. And we got sub. We got um, little like subgroups of discussing terrain, Team Yankee, Flames of War terrain. Um, rules questions. We've got, uh, got an entire channel for wrestling for some reason. I, I keep looking <laughs> and have no idea what's going on. And I'll go back it's out. It's slowly evolve into a wrestling podcast, isn't it? We've well, got, <laughs> got a Formula One contingent now, so we might have to have you a do. Formula One subcategory <laughs> soon. So. But um, that, yeah. That is something I've no, I've no opinion or knowledge of. So yeah, go, go nuts. So 
The deal is, um, if you if you become a patron, then you'll be in before episode eight one. You'll be in the running for the draw for a free T-shirt, and then we'll do a draw during episode eight one. Yep. Um, and we'll contact the winner and um, send them their pick from our um, web store. Oh, you're yep. going to just yep. design a bespoke one that says I gave somebody a pound a month and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. That's a bit cruel. <laughs> but if they want that, sure. No, the cruel one has knobhead. Oh, yeah, okay. That's the name across the back. I'll try, yeah. I'll try to make, get, work in some sort of Pack 50 reference in to um, the, you know, put oh, 50, 50 yeah. and go Pack 50, yeah. Pack 50, that's the short 75, right? That's the that's sawn off Pack 40, yeah. yeah. The pack 38 chassis. The chode of the anti tank gun. The chode. <laughs> <laughs> was it a was it a French seventy five? No, that's that's the, um, that's the World War. That was a pack thirty eight seventy five. A very good like cocktail. Say, yeah, which is oh like the ninety seven or whatever. It's yeah, ninety seven. That was it. Yeah, yeah. which is a French seventy five on a pack thirty chassis. What a cocktail muzzle, with pepper yeah, yeah. pepper pot muzzle brake. Yeah. No, it's a, it's gin, lemon, sugar, and champagne. It's a French seventy yeah. five. Mm-hmm. You think oh, this is nice, and then you finish the first one, and then it uh, blows your head off, and then yeah. you fall over. <laughs> Yeah, I had some of those in uh, Casablanca. Oh Dangerously drinkable. It was very nice, and then yeah, yeah, it wasn't on the menu, so I ordered it, and then uh, the, the bill came uh, after a little lunch, and uh, I had one, and everybody else was like, oh, "That's just really." Yeah, I had a taste and ordered it as well. So it must have been like four or five of these things each. And the bill came, oh, God. <laughs> and we we're like, "Oh yeah, um, that's obviously quite expensive, actually," because uh, I didn't think that obviously we're in Morocco, it used to be a French colony. So when you order a champagne, champagne cocktail, mm. you get champagne. Proper oh, champagne. Not, yes, not... I wonder what that popping bottle sound was. It was the sound of my wallet crying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was good though. It was on the plus side. On the plus, plus side. Yeah. Well, at least he enjoyed it. If, if it yeah, costs yeah, money, exactly. Yeah. Enjoy it, Just, if it's terrible when it costs loads of money, that's like, you know, life. Yeah, that, that's like going to the mechanic. <laughs> yeah. Getting an MIT. Yeah. I'll mm. fix your toilet. Oh, great. Thanks. I obviously get all my toilets fixed at the mechanic, so. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> down Halfords. Yeah. Just wheeling it in. Yeah. So this is a I Wendy's. think I've got a leak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um. Anyway, face to face is something. Who's been so, painting what? Yeah, Duncan. What have you been painting? Um. I've. I went to. Well, I've assembled a load of Hungarians. Yes, you have. I've, I've never seen so many 40 minute bofas on there. Yeah, that's that's half the bofas done um, and assembled, um, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's two full companies. Did you just say half? Yes. How many Nimrod formations have you got in your in your list? Um, well, it's somewhere between four and six. <laughs> uh, depending depending on, on how what I'm, well, yeah what I'm playing with at any given time. How many how many holes is half, Duncan? How, how many holes? Yeah. Uh, uh, 14. Oh, exasperating noises. Why? Because that's half the number of bofers you have. Yes. Yes, it's got 28 bofers in total. <laughs> and their rate of fire... Three, I think. Yeah, they got to- they got toned down a little bit, edition from rate of fire yeah. four they used to be. I think I think they're three and they're two moving, I think. I'm not An- sure if Anti-tank... They're... Seven. Oh, I just laughing King Tiger. That's right, they're only mid-war. They're, 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 they're mostly... Oh, right. Laughing Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I've got. I've also got some uh, eighty nine. It's exciting. Eighty nine. Yeah. <laughs> the Hungarians <laughs> suffer slightly for for high end eighty. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, I, I've got those, and I picked up some other bits from the mid-war sale. So I was, I was, yeah, I was looking at those. I've assembled those uh, and three Panzer four shorts because they're the eighty-nine. Um, and then painting-wise, I've finished off the SMG scout troops that I've got for my Soviets. So I've painted three more stands uh, and two more command stands for the formation command. And then I've, I've also painted up uh, six carriers and crew, so universal carriers, mm-hmm. uh, and the crew for those. So I've now got a little uh, armoured um, support unit, which mm-hmm. is quite nice. Um, so that's ticking over. What else have I done? Have I done anything else? I'm not sure I have. Let's have a look. Actually, I should have a look at the spreadsheet of Doom. That was... Uh, opportunity. Uh, I I think I talked about the. Did I talk about the capture of Ferdinand last time? Uh, Uh, Objective. Yeah. Hmm. Yes, Uh, you did. Because yeah, you sent us the pictures and then we talked about it. Yeah, I finished. That's been finished off, uh, and that's that's it. I think. Yeah, Pumas, uh, Koenigs, Tiger. They're all done. Did them last time. So yeah, that's that's me. Oh, just trying to keep up with my document. I'm trying to find my lunch drop a bottle of London Grey and it's annoying me I can't now which mm. is irritating but yeah that that's my lot I, I, it's actually amazing that they, they've come together quite quickly the, the carriers and, and what have you they do look nice in, in the little wintry camo yeah uh, you're doing your um, like mud splattered with the camo like you did in your yeah. KVs and that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's all it's all the, the same um, I've actually got some more carriers so I need to get some mm. more of the, the crew um, to go in them, I've got the British um, late no mid-war box, whatever it is, where you get the nine of them. So I'm going to yeah. have the whole the whole formation. We'll have fifteen uh, fifteen carriers in it, all with anti-tank rifles. Oh, you put oh, the, oh you, the Russian ones have boys anti-tank rifles, do they? Sure. You can you can exchange all of them, yeah. So, right. so I think we talked about it last time, but you can you can exchange your M3 for a carrier for no mm-hmm. points. Yeah. yeah, the carrier has got a carrier capacity of two. But you can also buy an additional carrier for each one you have, so you can have up to six in the unit. So that's three extra points, and then you can also yes. then add any tank rifles to all of the platoon for one point. Mm-hmm. So for four points extra, you get six carriers, um, all with any tank rifles, and still retain the original machine gun as well, don't they? Correct. Yeah, yeah. So, Ooh. so I, I quite like that. So it does make the units quite expensive, though. Um, they're they're nine points anyway, and you're adding another four. Oof. Um, and you only get six stands of SMGs. Mm. But you do get quite a lot of tank rifles. <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking that then the carriers also make up for the fact they're all SMG armed. Yeah. So yeah, it gives, yeah. gives a bit of ranged machine gun fire, right? Like half yeah. tanks do for German force. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, don't, I don't think that the optimum way to do it, I think, I think it's probably still actually the captured 250s, or 251, mm-hmm. sorry, is probably still better. Because um, they, they move faster. I think that's probably what you want for... Um, uh, machine or some machine gun armed troops is to get them where they need to get as fast as humanly possible. But yeah, yeah they're, 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 it's quite nice. I, I want like the white scout car. It looks cool, but yeah, it's just like the move tactical move eight and the terrain it's, dash and uh, cross it's a pony. <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I don't, yeah, I don't if you're get scouting, that. you're going to be going through some terrain or some description and I'm not... being yeah. I've never quite moved. understood the, um, uh, the 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 thing about wheeled vehicles being that slow off road. Because mm-hmm. isn't the white is the white scout car four wheel drive? Or I, just I don't know up? if it's four wheel drive. I... It is, but I think it's like if you're going across a ploughed field, which is the idea. I think like un unprepared terrain, 
you you'd have to show more care with the wheeled, you know. Yeah, it's four by four. It's wheeled four by four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have to, you, you know, you have to oh, be no, more I... careful than you do if you've got a, you know, tracks. <clears throat> oh yeah, I, I I get it. I mean, the the, the half track exists for a reason, right? Because if mm-hmm. it was if if it wasn't good, it would have just died out. But I just I don't know. They they just seem ridiculously slow. You mean tracked vehicles? No, well, no, half tracked. Half tracked was the best of both worlds, wasn't it? Because yeah, right, that's the idea of them. Yeah. <laughs> or and the and the and the worst of both. That's worlds, why they yeah. did die out, wasn't it? Uh, Everyone yeah. kind of went, oh, we might as well just have fully tracked. Well, exactly that. Yeah. It was considered that half tracks would be cheaper to operate than a fully tracked vehicle, mm. but they, they ultimately they just even the half track can really keep up with a tank. Well, the other, the other thing was that you could take a six wheel truck chassis and just replace the back mm. wheels with the tracks, and it was quite efficient. Well, yeah, I mean, look at a white scout car compared to you know, compared to the M five, right? So. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> Way ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that 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 that's me. Yeah. Me. Um, I have got my Alpha Legion, or well, at least the first bit of my Alpha Legion finished off. So, oh, they're no. done. How many, how many points is that? For, well, it's the first. Tactical, it's only a tactical squad in the HQ, so it's. Right. I'm gonna try. I'm just trying to get the second one started. So I have mm-hmm. agreed to paint some of these force for them as a stab at doing paint commissions. Mm. So oh. that's gonna probably gonna take priority. I'm gonna try and do the Alpha Legion around that as I can. But I want to try and get the second tactical squad done. So, like you say, we can start doing some 500 point games. Don't get the two confused. No, no, I shouldn't. Hopefully, shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my God, what have you done? <laughs> I'm a furious. I'm a furious. <laughs> I'm a furious, and so is my wife. Um, yes, well, I, I, I still um, take into naming them all, and they're all named Alfarious. So, <laughs> are they? Oh, are they? Or are they? Secrets, trade secrets. Yeah, yeah laughs in uh, Jabba the Hutt. Oh, it's like the, when we we're playing the game the other night, and there's a guy laughing behind us. He sounded like <laughs> sounded like the, the laugh the predator does at the end of predator, and he's, he's still in Billy's laugh. Basically, it's but, weird, oh, wasn't it? Oh, oh, it was. Oh. It was. Uh, yeah, distinctive. Oh, oh. But <laughs> it was. It, I couldn't work out if he was doing it ironically or if that was genuinely his laugh. I think it was genuinely that laugh because you couldn't mm-hmm. keep it ironically for a whole ninety minutes. I mean, it's like when it's like from a skip laughing <laughs> when Skip started. Skip, the old version, three days of Flames of War, um, was in the British tournament scene, and when he started laughing, he had a very distinctive laugh, and you couldn't help but laugh along with him as well when he start when he started up. I mean, well, it I was, just ended up in this cycle. Too busy crying because he just obviously pieted one of my tigers out of a universal well, carrier. But yes, he, he did have a, have a habit of doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. So what you've been painting, Eddie? Oh, is that it? Okay, yeah. Um well, I say that. Is that it? You've, you've, you've painted more than me. Yeah, twenty-eight millimeter. Just I just seem to always slow down painting twenty-eight millimeter. Because yeah. the, 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 also Games Workshop stuff and not being funny. It's got tons of detail on it. Every mm. time you look at it, and there's another gym or a skull or skulls something everywhere. Mm. Skull, yeah. Skull these Mark Sixes are relatively clear. You know, relatively clean armor. It's no, they don't have much in the way. Yeah, that means you end up going to chip them and add more bits and pieces in and. Yeah, true. The dust is nice. I like the. I, I was going to say, I forgot to tell you, the the the, the red Martian dust looks really cool. Yeah, yeah, that. came up came up really well. It's just um, I thought I'd better dry brush it onto the back of my feet to like blend them into the bases somewhat. Mm, yeah, I've decided that was, how um, the bases on mine. Yeah. Saddle brown, I think it was. Yeah, so are you saddle you saddle brown, then followed by a little um, bit of stone grey, just to add a bit of dustiness mm. to it. Yeah, I, I always wanted to do one of the um, Istvan legions. 
um, because on, on Easter Man had a, I think it was Black Sand. Ooh, was the, right. And, and they always th- I thought that would be a look really cool. I mean, it wouldn't be cool for Dark Angels because or any you know Iron Hands <laughs> just like just been sprayed. Exactly, but uh, <laughs> but for something like Salamanders or something, you got green armor and and or or any of the traitors. Um, well, can you see one black... of the planets where they've just been nuked and just do like glass bases? Virus bombed. Yeah, no, yeah. no actual model, just like, glass base. Yeah, that would be the was... Dark Angels one. Yeah, <laughs> I was just realising what you just said that Istavan was wouldn't be very good for Iron Hand, which would be you know it's a very accurate statement. <laughs> oh, it's, it's accurate on many levels. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's, it's not lose your head about it, but yeah. Just... yeah. Uh-huh. Hands up if you still have a Primark. Oh, yeah. too yeah. soon. <laughs> so, well, I've been doing my, I've got my 500 points of Blood Angels built, um, awaiting the first rattle can of Red Spray, mm-hmm. which is going to be fun. Um, Are you starting with Red red, red Base then? Yeah, I'm doing the uh, the actual one and only Duncan, uh, Duncan Rhodes, his classic 1990s Blood Angel paint scheme. I need to see him. Um, it's a thought, he did, he's our patron. Hi, Duncan. Is he? <laughs> he is. Yeah, Duncan. He, he, he goes on and on about wearing one big thick, thick coat, doesn't he? Oh, that's what it is. Duncan knew about the the uh, the UK's hike in their energy bills, so he's been yeah. campaigning for people to wear a thick coat. Well, no, it's, it's two thin coats, wasn't it? Because when fit layers, you want to wear layers. It's, it's yeah, exactly yeah. right. That's the and then a thick coat over the top. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so no, uh, yeah, I'm going to be doing them in the 1990s style. Hopefully, I need to do a test one first. To be fair, so, so not candied, not candied, no, no, no. Just... Oh, you mean the whole yeah, the weird metallic candy red, yeah, with gold. It just looks, yeah. I, I, I just can't that get looks... on with it. It just looked a little bit too much, like you know, pimp my space. It's, it's thousand suns. It looks too much than thousand. Yeah, yeah. No, it's no, it's actual red. Um, like red, cool. red. You got Flat red. red. On you. Uh, yeah, uh, with black detail. So we will see how it goes. Um, like I said, I need to paint one test model first i think to see if it actually works on the style of model that the new heresy stuff is yeah um, but take it from there I'm trying to get 500 points done first mm-hmm. um i have built some of my new uh assault rifle Fulsham jaeger platoon oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, they, that, they, they look pretty good they i am surprisingly impressed because they're red they're, they're the flexible quote quote unquote but the they were not soft, so they're flexible, but they're not soft, but they're also not brittle. They the, the resin mix they've got on those was just right. It was Goldilocks, mm-hmm. um, so the details lovely. Um, they didn't snap or break. There was nobody, you know. There's no, only nothing, goblin noses. No goblin noses. No one broken. No, no, no. You know, when you open up the bliss pack and there's like just a pair of feet stuck to a round disc, and you're like, oh no. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, none of that. Perfect. Really good. Um, so it did take a bit of time to clean up. Um, there's a couple of sprues that had a little bit of a not a serious, but serious enough that you want to get rid of it. Mold line, um, mold lines are a pet peeve of mine, so I spend far too long cleaning models up anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so it probably took about the same amount of time it would to assemble a, a metal platoon, I'd say, in terms of going around cleaning and filing and getting it okay. That's not too bad. No, no, exactly. It wasn't excessive. Um, had to be a little bit careful with the, the knife. These ones you could actually back scrape reasonably successfully. All right. To clean them up without it pilling too much. Uh, there was a couple that I did have to kind of get a bit brave and on some of the the, the helmets kind of actually cut the, the excess flash away. Mm. Um, but oh. lucky because it's Fortune Mega helmets. Um, it was it would hide sins as opposed to if they were just plain because they've, they've got the cover and the, the scrim. Yeah. The scrim on. Well, not scrim, but it's the they're covered with the 
webbing straps. So they've got some texture on there as opposed to it just being a steel helmet, like if it was you know, British or US yeah. kind of thing. Um, but no, I love them. They look really good. And I'm looking forward to running around with hit on threes, uh, double panther fausts because <laughs> they're not very be... good, are they, at that point? Huh? They're going to be gonna great. Be... I think nah. they're going to be great because they're still fearless. Well, they need to be if they're jumping yeah. off tanks. Well, exactly. When they're going to jump on tanks, he's going to run around the side and shoot two pounds of house into your flanks whenever you get too close because you think, oh, they hit on three so I can wear them down. But they're not going to give you a chance to wear them down because they'll be right up in your face laughing at you riding on three king tigers. Um, and, and that's all your points. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> well, my thought was, if you got two king tigers, most people take some anti-tank what could probably deal with one. And what they're then hoping is that you fail the last stand for the second one and it runs away. Yeah. So why not just take three King Tigers? So even if they do kill one, there's still two of them laughing there as they run around bullying well, you. How, how many points is that, though? Uh, 47? <sighs> I think. Got to do I'm not saying it's a one-drop reserve, but it's a pretty good one-drop reserve. That's a, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it needs to be because there's nothing else in your list, is there? <laughs> I mean... So, um, what else have I? I've been been building a lot because uh, I've also built uh, four hundred points worth of uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, for some Gondorians. All right. Yep. What guys on foot or the guys on horses? Uh, the theme I've gone for is um, so it's a four hundred point tournament, but with no heroes of legend, which is like the top level heroes. So you can't have yeah. Aragorn and stuff like that. So Fair I've man. gone. I have gone for Faramir, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I discovered, I love the Swan Knights of Dalamoroth, which, because they, they were some of the plastics that came out just as I was leaving Games Workshop. Um, well, they, were they plastics? They are now, yeah. The, the actual oh. knights on horseback. It's a plastic wow. box. Yeah, yeah. And they're really nice as well. They're beautiful sculpts. Um, so I got a box of those with Prince Imrahil and uh, was going to, do and I found discovered that during in the in the books when Faramir is fleeing from Asgiliath, uh he's rescued by Prince Imrahil and Gandalf. And in the movie, it's obviously Prince Imrahil doesn't exist, so it's just Gandalf. So I've kind of loosely themed it around that. So I've got Faramir and then a load of um, Gondor uh, warriors and spearmen and bowmen um, as a little sort of core force of regular guys. And then I've got a Dalamoroth knight captain with I think three uh, knights with him because they're a ridiculous number of points like 20 point models each and it's a 400 point game so um, and they're going to be the, my little block of cavalry going around but it's been fun building those and as part of that we've been watching Lord of the Rings oh nice editions. yeah yeah so we've done the first two today and then because it's a long bank holiday weekend probably end up doing uh, two, uh, Return of the King tomorrow morning which will be fun four hours of Return of the King yes so good homoerotic hobbits nice yeah, yeah totally yeah we love you, Mr. Baggins. Yeah, I know. Who's oh, um, hate who's? What? <laughs> boil and mash them, stick them in a stew. Yep. Um, so I think... So what is it? Gondor, Flames of War... Oh, I also built and sprayed uh, three king, the Three King Tigers from the new plastic kit. That is amazing. Um, oh, the King very, Tiger kit. The new King Tiger kit is very, very good fun. Um, I've got an extra sprue that I got off of someone as part of the pre-release stuff that Mark, I, that was it. Mark, Mark sent me uh, an extra, I, I bought I f- might have forgotten that I was getting two from him and bought a box of three, which is fine because I wanted three anyway, um, so I have a platoon of three which is going to be all brand new and then for my other spare ones I'm going to warify them up a little bit and try to cut off the um, side skirts it's going to be a Just bit of a, them up. well yeah, the side skirts are fine because they're a separate piece, 
but the front and rear mud guards are integral to the front and rear hull plates. So that's the bit that's going to be a little bit of craftiness in terms of okay. cutting. Um, and I wasn't quite brave enough to do that with the platoon that I want to take with me to warfare. So, well, that's fair enough. Yeah, so I've got one one that's going to be brand new. And I was like waiting for a nice day for the um, to get the airbrush out or day that isn't you know freezing cold and or humid, blisteringly hot. Yeah. It's the humidity that's killing things at the moment. Yeah. So, um, but then I realised I could just do it hard edge camo. So actually, I just need to uh, get them sprayed and base coated in dingle gel and get the brushes out. Soft, soft edges for um, early late war. Yeah, yeah, mm. hard edge. So just gonna get painting and then just do some dry brushing at the top. So yeah, that's gonna a little sneak preview of my uh, German warfare list. <laughs> I still don't know what I'm taking to that. Well, I've I've got two lists. I'm going to try and get them made and painted and play some games and see what I feel. It's my competitive ETC list building technique coming out. Oh God! Actually, actually playing with the army before you get to the event. Just commit to a nation and play it. And well, then, I am. And then tweak I it. am. But because I want to do red versus blue, this is my German list. Why don't you just do Romanians? Because I don't <laughs> own any Romanian models. So uh, Roma- Romania is new meta. So yeah. exactly, going to be as far away from that as possible. Three lots of king tigers. I might have to on. go Hungarians. I did buy some more panthers in the mid war sale. They see me rolling. Hidden. I think there's going to be a lot of brigade panthers knocking around. No, no, surely not. Why would you yeah. say such a thing? Hit on three, though. They'll die. Only yours. Yeah, yeah, they'll die. <laughs> the rest of us won't be hiding at the back. We'll be up in their grill. Getting their faces. Getting their faces, bases, something and something. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> painting and also uh, tactics. So, so tactics, yeah. talk of getting the faces is uh, news from the front. <laughs> news from the front. Because Eddie got in my face. News and, from the front um... to assault. Full <laughs> yeah, frontal it, assault. Yes. It wasn't. It wasn't consensual. <laughs> it was not consensual. <laughs> I can't believe it worked. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> oh. so I think um, Eddie, Eddie, and I um, played two games that dice loom uh, last Thursday. Yeah, we did. And we decided the theme was going to be Italy, mid-war Italy, which is something we haven't really did. We don't really do a lot of, which, but it was quite good. Yeah. So um, you rocked up with some Felschmager pioneers. They they totally were not my original Luftlandestrom models. <laughs> and I came up with, um, like I say, a mix of my late-war British infantry and my mid-war British Shermans to try and get something that looked vaguely it- Italian-looking. So I think, you did, I think we did pretty well. Yeah. Board looked very Italian as well. Yeah, thankfully, um, Dice Loom does Luke's old stock of um, Area 9 Italian buildings. So we threw them on, put some of the trees to make it look like palm gro- um, olive groves. Mm. Lots of little walls and that. I quite like that because my... that, was, that was a real, a, a real uh, head scratcher, the way that we played those. Because we well, we didn't have a base for them. So it's basically mm-hmm. they were just like tree lines. They were tree lines, yeah. But set out as, an, as the olive grove. And I originally said, oh, you know, let's put a put a boundary around it and make it turn it into a wood. Yeah. And I was like, well, actually, no, let's, let's just play them as strips of tall terrain. Which, as you say, makes perfect sense for how an olive grove is laid out. Yeah, you can so you see can this, down the line. You can see down them, but you can't see across them. And then, um, yeah, it works really well. It uh, did, yeah. Yeah, it, it would have done me a lot better if they were woodlands, but <laughs> for how we ended up deploying, I was like, you've just put HMGs facing down that olive grove. My infantry uh, at the other end of that. Um, I don't think I'm going to be running down there anytime soon. No, you can't. Yeah. So the first mission we because we both took a maneuver stance. Yeah, because we both tried to outfox the opponent. Yeah. 
I mean, that we're dust up. Um, you had you you were the attacker, so you got to choose a quarter. Mm-hmm. And so you chose the quarter with the Italian village in. Yep, one of the little town township mm-hmm. of uh, Fortune Jaegers. Actually, before yep. before you go for, too further on, I thought the actually the list composition was quite interesting because you had quite a few little platoons, didn't you, Eddie? In your yeah, so well. so being, I took the uh, Fortune Jaeger pan uh, pans upon it Fortune Jaeger Pioneer Company card. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, it is the Luftlandestrom, but in mid-war without gliders. Yeah. Um, so they're small platoons of, uh, I think they've got five standard stands, so four four normal stands plus a HQ. Two, two flamethrowers. Two, yeah. two flamethrowers per platoon, um, but with no options to chop or change. So before, uh, in version three, when the army was made, the flamethrowers, you could have up to two flamethrowers because they were optional because you used to, they used to be one shot because mm. you used to fire them and then have to remove the flamethrower stand. So they weren't yeah. the best in the world. Um, but now they're, they're integral and there. You can also give them an anti-tank rifle, but I don't have the models for that. Um, but the company itself, so three platoons of those, HQ of just two SMG guys. Um, and I'm trying to think what else. You can take mortars in the formation i think or is that the normal one i'm getting confused now i, I don't think you can i don't think you i know can you can't in the pioneer that's it the pioneer is just those guys yeah it's a, tra- that's a oh, trade well, that for having a... yeah no you can have a two stand hmg mg42 platoon which he had yeah um and that is the only formation units that you can have um, so i had those and then i took uh additionally uh three uh pack 36s the little three and a half mm-hmm. uh, centimeter pop pop guns mm-hmm. um with steel granite ammo, because it is mid-war, which makes them quite a tasty AT at short range. Uh, three of the um, flak 36 sixes, yep. which yeah, is two the centimetre. two centimetre ones, which I've modelled up with the old metal model, so half of them are modelled up firing from the trailer, which I thought was really cool. Which is awesome, yep. Yeah. The only, the only issue is I've got to replace half the barrels because they're you know, a couple of years old now and they're slowly getting bent <laughs> and broken off. It's like, oh. Yeah. <clears throat> um, nice steel pin job, please. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's going to be going to take my time because it's worth doing properly. And then um, my reserves was three long stugs, uh, which in mid war quite expensive, and then three of the excessively priced uh, Fortune Jaeger Marder twos because they're six points each because they came out rather than four, rather than four points each because they're true fearless. Um, which okay, great, uh, but also I think because they came out after the. Um, Marder two point dis- fiasco had kind of had come and gone. Episode one, yeah. Episode one, and then they realised that they should probably make them a bit more expensive. So you sort of sit there going, "I could have just taken the standard Marders mm-hmm. and had better." Things. Oh no, you get a front armour. Your front armour's better by one. Oh, that is true. Yeah, your front armour three. I think these guys. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Yeah. So. Oh well. Cool. I, I like them though because they're nice and boxy. Yeah, because that, one, that one's the one that's based on the Panzer Two chassis, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The best Panzer. Best plan to see it. <laughs> uh, so that was my hundred points. Yeah, and mine was a, <laughs> mine was basically um, British Rifle <coughs> Company. So two um, platoons of two four six platoons of British rifles, both with a Piet card. Don't have any boys any tank rifles, and it should be Piet's really for literally. Yeah. Um, I had four HMGs, uh, four three inch mortars, four six pounder earlies. Um, four twenty. Then in support, I had four twenty-five pounders, um, three Shermans, and a flight of Kitty Hawks, which um, Eddie was kind of lent to me. Kind of not been painted yet. Woo! 
best best play in the war. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So my 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 the idea on not was basically I have the six the six pounds as HMGs and twenty five pounds as guardian objectives. Use the universal carriers, which I probably forgot to mention. So I have opportunity universal carriers. Um, use them to like spearhead and put the infantry platoon opposite the objective, and then wait for my reserves, which were the Kitty Hawks, Shermans, and the other infantry platoon to basically then hit the objective on mass. The thinking being the HMGs, mortars, and 25 pounders would be a pound any platoon that came down to them with you know, enough templates to do some serious damage. I was half right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's cool that the. I always forget the British can fire a proper barrage with them now, can't they? they actually, the HMGs, actually, yeah. Yeah, you can actually do something rather than just pin, pin people down. Yeah, so you've got firepower, yeah. Mm. My plan was to jump out of my gliders and then flame and assault you in turn one. Uh, you weren't in gliders. Was, we did have, yeah. It was like, where's the gliders? And they're like, we haven't got any. So uh, I just ran across an open field instead. Yep. And you did that. And I ranged in the mortars, the HMGs, and the 25 pounders. I think I took two or three stands off both the platoons coming towards me. Yeah, pinned yep. me down. Everything pinned came in. Down. I was like, oh, God, this is going to be it. This is Saturday open. Yeah. Everything's around to try and it, machine gun me next turn. Yeah, moving universal carriers around to try just to give some yeah protection. And then you uh, and pinned both of them. Yeah. Yeah, Fearless actually worked for once, and I unpinned on fives and sixes, so they could have been reluctant. That's the hilarious thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you, when you moved up, flamethrowed the universal carriers, so both of those were bailed out. Nah, see, they, you, you got that wrong. I flamethrowed one carrier, and I think I... Um, oh, plinked it at long range, the, the two centimetre. Long range yep. of the AA, yeah. Bailed the other one, yeah. Because <laughs> they've got a four-inch tactical move. <laughs> yeah. That was, I forgot that when I was writing Yeah, they rolled, yeah. they rolled forward, and then... Um, because a minute I was like, I started to go, like, I'm going to blitz. I was like, wait a minute, I'm not Phil Yates. I can't blitz gun teams. I'll just move tactically. <laughs> and uh, yeah, two shots. I bailed one with the shooting, and then the other one I flamed. Um, and the other, your third one was stuck behind a fence about eight inches away. Yeah. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, in the spearhead, one of them crossed the fence and the others didn't. So, yeah. When I was responding, I then had the problem that the fence was still in the way, and now one was out of position. So I sent the two back. But yeah, um, and then, like I said, you run up. Fling throw them, missed for 25 pounders. So I had six 25 pounders fight you, but missed. Yeah. And then the assault went as, as expected. Yeah, you just took out three 25 pounders. Yep, pushed you and, off. And then, it... <laughs> and suddenly objective. And then I um, tried desperately to like um, hit you with some long range fire. Um, the HMGs and mortars couldn't do it. And so we called the game there because you were going to win it in your own turn. Yeah. It was pretty savage just to watch because it's that, it's that um, move, follow me. Mm-hmm. It's 12, 12 inch cross yeah. country dash for infantry. Um, so I don't play a lot of infantry. You, you should. Know. It's great. But yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm slowly coming around to it. And I was like, okay, that's very interesting. Because downside is I have no concealment. Upside is that means I can really run. Mm. <laughs> really cover the ground. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're, yeah. So, they're so surprisingly quick. 16 inches with the fearless follow me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty good. Um, and yep. yeah, I think so. In... In hindsight, obviously, just leaving 25 pounds to guard the objective on their own was a big ask against infantry force. Against infantry, yeah. What, against what, infantry, yes. Against tanks, maybe not. You know. what, what, where, how far away were your uh, machine guns? Cause they it... were guarding the other objective. Yeah, so that was the, so, the problem. Yeah. yeah, so in the second game, I kept the machine. I moved half the machine guns down to support 25 pounders, knowing Eddie would probably try and do the same sort of thing again. Yeah. In the first game, I didn't have that level of protection. I think that did make the difference, as we'll discuss. Um, 
Yeah, so, after, so obviously that gave us more than enough time for a second game. So we uh, rolled up Scouts Out, which is one we hadn't played before. Which is, um, I, I seem to think this is, this is this was a mission. It was in the Great War book at one point. Oh, okay. I, see that. I seem really? very familiar with it. With it, your here's your deployment zone. But one of your objectives is just outside your deployment yeah, zone. You can't get there turn one. Yeah, you can't. And the other one it, is sorry. nestled in. Um, I made a mistake. I spearheading up to the objective until I realised. Well, actually, well, you can't did the same that. thing by going scouts. Ah, oh, scouts out. That must mean yeah. I get to use my spearhead. Yeah, but of course nope. you can't because it's a neutral objective and you can't yeah. get within six inches. So of once any, they point of out, any objective deployed outside of your deployment area, correct? Placed outside the deployment area. That's the wording. So once we realised that, okay, that that was my second victory for just blatant cheating, thanks to Lee. So <laughs> that was two games that I won in quick succession. <laughs> but thankfully, you were kind enough to agree to continue playing the game. So. <laughs> no, I think what happened is I said that and you just ignored me. We kept going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's playing this game. Carry on. Yeah, quite rightly. Shut up, Fez. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird one because, like I say, it's, it's almost in a lot of ways it felt like playing dust up again because obviously it's quartered, you know, opposing quarters. Mm. Yeah, uh, I, I really apart. liked it. I really liked the look of it. I, I, I thought it was really good. Yeah, mm. the, the idea that you can't just set up nicely on your objective and, and well, it means if you have crappy infantry, all of a sudden you're going, Oh no, yeah, I don't it's not a that. case of like, Oh, I can take my really rubbish skilled infantry because they've just got to sit there with pans of house and get in the way. It's like, Oh no, they've got to run forward and then try and dig in, yep, and they're green. Or well, it's, it's like with your partisan type troops, exactly, yeah, like they've not mm. got great skill, have they? Yeah, yeah that, I think one really of them struggle. Because obviously, by turn three, your, your reserves will start arriving right in front of them. So if you haven't yeah. dug yep. in that kind of thing, you're going to be start getting the world hurt. But also, um, you won't have your any tank assets necessarily all nicely lined up and mm. interlocked and all that kind of stuff because because yeah. you can't you can't deploy like that. I, I thought it's I, I like those ones where you've got they still manoeuvre on both sides. Yeah, no, see, that felt appropriate. Similar to both went manoeuvre again. So having a manoeuvre manoeuvring defence made a lot of sense. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, so in, in that game, because of that change in, in how the chicks work, I think you were a bit, you weren't so aggressive with the infantry in that one, were you? At least you didn't send both of them in my way. No, I kind of wanted to save one because I, I ended up deploying hard right. Mm -hmm. And then um, you, you did the same spearhead across yeah. onto my weaker side. And I was like, actually, I think I probably need to support that second objective because I, because I won't be in that. You know, that there's a, a bigger risk of it, the castling going wrong. Yeah, um, so I wasn't quite as aggressive, so I only sent the one platoon across. Mm -hmm. um, I am a twenty-five pounders guarding the objective they lost last turn, but they were a bit further back, so you couldn't get the assault in on the second turn like you could the first game. Yeah, yeah, so. Um, yeah. So you sent one platoon against twenty-five pounders and managed to run up, but having learnt my lesson, I, I moved a HMG down to help give them some firepower. Well, the, and the other thing was you pinned them and they didn't unpin for a turn. That was yep. it, yep, yep. So they sat there and went, oh, okay. And that yeah, gave you, you lost the time. Anyone, but it was the time, and that gave you the time to get the HMG across. Yeah, that was it, yeah. Um, and then, and then, uh, yeah, because then, then you did just try the, try the assault, got repelled by the firepower a bit. Yeah. 
And um, yeah, lost most of that unit to that firepower seems to yeah, recall. Just machine gunned everything else. Yeah, just couldn't mm. roll three up to save my life. And then over on the other flank, my, twi- my, my Shermans and infantry arrived to bolster up the other infantry platoon. I sent a universal carry on a, on a forlorn charge, it happened to be the wrong side of the fence. And <laughs> yeah, went, went as well as. Two of the bogs. You had three of them, didn't you? You had one, yeah. one, one on the right side and two on the other side. Mm-hmm. And the two of them just went, oh, no, no sorry, <laughs> can't well, roll four up. Yeah, so I decided to go ahead with the, with the assault anyway, just to, as a disruptive assault. And poor universal carrier. Managed to get through defensive fire, then died in the assault. So yeah, hit, on fi- hit on fives. Doesn't really work. <laughs> no. Yeah, the universal carriers are not the apex assault machine. No, they're definitely Have a fighter. That's dingoes. Everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah, bizarrely. Well, the difference is dingoes are side armor one, because they're the same as Daimler's. Yeah. So they actually can save, you know, or they can effectively ignore mm-hmm. rifle fire. Whereas your universal carriers can actually get killed by it, which is quite yeah. embarrassing. Well, it's, it's, it's the fact that if they do get penetrated, they auto bail as well, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you, yeah. you, I think you grenaded one to death, didn't you? Yep, improvised. So I didn't. Mm. He, lacking in integral uh, anti tank. Yeah, because because mm. you had your little pack thirty sixes trying to shoot my Shermans at long range. To note. Yeah, they kind of went in the middle. I should have gone because they. I, because the trouble with this, the difference in this one is your reserves, instead of coming on from the opposite board edge, they mm-hmm. come on the same one as your deployment area. So I envisage your Shermans kind of coming more towards the corner of my deployment rather than the, yeah. the flank. Um, but in fact, you just kind of went. I spent that first turn that's just like moving at dashing, speed rather than yeah. shooting. Yeah, just try and cover the ground quicker. Yeah, dashing um, across. Which... In the second term, they just sort of sat there and, and put HE into the MGs and killed which, both of them. Which, had you not completely obliterated the first platoon, you wouldn't have been mm-hmm. able to do because you would have been within eight of the um, Fulshamjäger. Yeah. Kind of the, the idea of getting them up there, but unfortunately they all died. Oh, yeah. And then... getting killed. Yeah, so sent my first infantry platoon to assault onto the ejective and managed to just about win, but it took quite a beating. Then your um, Stugsnet arrived and shot them at long range and pretty much... And it pinned them and infantry platoon wiped out what was left of that first platoon. Yeah, but by yeah. then, the second platoon arrived and the Shermans were able to assault onto the objective. And I dropped the smoke screen ahead of where they were going to be, so <laughs> yeah. it couldn't get the long range fire onto me. Dropped the smoke screen in. So, so I mm-hmm. sorted you back off the objective. And at that point, I had one. I had. Uh, this, you forgot about this. The, the, the term before, my MG 42s in the building yeah. obliterated half of a platoon. Yes, that's what took, took out the first platoon. Yeah. Which was awesome. And then you direct fired um, the Shermans at them and killed them both. Yep. Yeah, what they survived, they survived artillery. They survived yep. the P40 strafing. Direct fire Shermans. No, nope, game over. Thanks for playing. Yep. <laughs> Direct tank fire support. That's what tanks are for. <laughs> um, and then you, yeah. So I had at this point, I'd lost a platoon to the assault. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd machine gunned and assaulted a platoon, the original platoon that was on the objective, down yep. to a, the command stand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you direct fired the MG42s off. So I only had the uh, the full platoon that was shifting to cover. Um, and then you rolled forward. And then again, the Shermans and the Universal Carriers machine gunned the uh, command platoon and the one I see as uh, the platoon commander that was stood next to them. Yeah. And then that was company break. You didn't even get the assault. You just shot them to death. That was it. Yeah. Because it was, it was sort it was of a surprise because it's, oh, mm. the game's over. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was sitting there going, I'm not going to say anything, but he hasn't realised this because he's getting all very, <laughs> all set up for something he doesn't have to do. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because you've killed him. He's getting away for that. The, the, I think the issue there is, is because um, the, I still had my, obviously I had my tanks, but they're not their support. And then I had the anti, the anti tank guns. And the uh, anti-aircraft guns, which are Forshamjäger units, they're just not mm-hmm. core formation. Yeah, I thought that was weird. 
Yeah. Because um, that's tradition. You know, like your six pounders are core, aren't they? Because they're part of your formation in, in the Brits. But yes, they are. Not, yeah, not, not, not for the poor FJs. Is it because you took the Pioneers or are they just not core no, anymore? No, they're just not core anymore. They're just, that's weird. Yeah. I think it's probably to downside if you did have full-size Forsham Jaeger platoons, you know, there's, there's truly no hope of breaking them if you've got, you know, no. two, they're, two they're really large expensive. potato. But they are, but for scaling of the game. Because it's a big, fearless platoon. It's, that's a scary proposition Yeah, to so, deal with. Looking forward to getting uh, some of my late war FJs up and running. So I've got the, uh, the, uh, the metal... Um, the old metal company that has them with like c- captured thirty cows and stuff like that. Really oh, nice. cool models, isn't it? Yeah, really cool models. But yeah, two two very good games. Yeah, and one one overall. So you need a rubber match. Yeah, we do. Tiebreaker. <laughs> Tiebreaker. Oh god. Well, hopefully we'll get um, some more games in this week. Don't die slim. Mm. And then um, we're going to be at the bar in the week after. So for Italy as well, isn't it? I think that's what Michael. Uh, no, he was saying about doing Lorraine, doing the oh, Lorraine. Yeah, he was Lorraine. to do Lorraine, which is yeah. good because it means I can practice with my warfare list. I'll bring some panther. Yeah, bring some panther um, brigades. Big cat. But I can't oh, have yeah. the really good ones. You have to take the reluctant ones. That's what they were at this point. <laughs> yeah, everyone's dead. Yeah, why are we in this tank? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Duncan, you, you haven't got anything in since last podcast? No, no, no. I, I just thought it was it was interesting to see the new scenarios just being played that I haven't seen before as well. Mm. Um, there's there's just so many now that I think playing them all and play testing them and things like that is just hard hard work. Um, so yeah, it was just nice even just watching. Sometimes you learn a bit more from watching than you do from playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the capacity seat, as it were. Yeah. yeah what was the thing? What's the thing we learned? There's something we picked up. Try to think what it was now. Uh, couldn't spearhead because the objective. I thought it was, it was something the, else. The but... neutral objective, yeah, that was there one thing. Was... Maybe it was that. I don't know. No, it was it was something about um, spotting. No, I'm trying to think. So it was something really pedantic, and I was like, "Don't worry about it." And you're like, "Yeah, let's look it up and find out." Yeah, I can't remember oh, this now. Three men failed to, to remember something. Lie right down. I'll try to cut later. That's fine. Yeah, it will. It'll bug me now because I sit there ruminating in my brain. Uh oh. So we should have to remember what it is so we can discuss it on the podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wasn't the assault? <laughs> Wasn't the assault? We had that discussion about your mortars and the fact they were infantry teams. Yes, because it was about four, well, they were forward firing. Forward firing. That yeah, was it. yeah, we looked that up. Mm-hmm. I, that wasn't what we were like surprised at, was it? No, yeah, the, it was. Uh... The planes were rubbish. <laughs> Plane, yeah. Yeah, danger close for planes. Yeah, yep. that was yeah. Both, you put me up on that. Yeah, both ways. Um, yeah, because yep. you can't and it, and that yeah, danger close with guns as well. Because it's basically you can't target a team within eight mm-hmm. of your friendly models, um, and also you can't shell within you know airplanes count for placing your artillery template. Yeah, which I hadn't realised before. Would have changed. No, I didn't realise that. Yeah, it's in lessons from the front as well. Clarifies that pilots don't like flying into space that your army's friendly forces are throwing shells into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shell fragments in the air are they, yeah they yeah, yeah. Well, it's more it's more the one that it's not even in the air just the entire shell going through your plane <laughs> oh, yeah, Glenn, Glenn Miller it yeah oh let's get it back now should we go into an officer answers and see if it yeah it'll we'll probably pop up any more thing about it yeah um right so an officer answers from uh, we'll do our patrons first he says. Yeah, off the Discord. Off the Discord. Dun, 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 dun. Carl Stopperson asks, now that we're paying you £50 a month, how tempting is it to buy toy soldiers instead of podcasting gear? <laughs> <laughs> 
toy soldier toy soldiers it's like this is like hooker and blow is what <laughs> it's yeah, not toy soldiers it's content creating assistive products yeah we were just discussed this <laughs> earlier wasn't it about what, what get get duncan his get duncan his um microphone yeah so all, all in glorious high HD sound. Which you um, won't be able to afford to power, so you'd have to switch back to yeah, <laughs> You know, wind up generator for it. Yeah, yeah. Your, your £50 a month is going to pay split three ways to give us like an hour of power so we can actually record said well, podcast. Both, both Duncan and I's <laughs> ears pricked up when we thought you said we'd be getting £50 a week. Because we're like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, by the, time, by the time Patreon takes its cut, it's more like £40 a month. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, but obviously we're looking. Yeah, so we're looking hey, getting... Why have you changed your legal name to Patron? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but time goes via Patron. My my uh, my, my my shell my shell account via the Cayman. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a mere ten pound a month. Yeah. eBay's made a more wish list. Uh, you got three pound fifty each, boys. Good luck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but so microphone for Duncan. Then we're talking yeah. about getting a some sort of mobile setup so we can do like um, on the roads. Yeah. On the reports of the talk from the tournaments and the like yeah. about doing outer command something did yeah just saying this low low impact um because mm-hmm. i mean you know if you guys think that doing you know how tired you are of playing a tournament playing a tournament and trying to generate content at the same time it's not easy no. <laughs> i've done it done it in the past and you end up just going like, i just want to be here to fall asleep <laughs> Um, and we'll just look, try and get a um, probably in the longer run a video camera of some sort, so we can do like video bat reports and the like. So, so we can do um, OnlyFans. <laughs> is that All where we charge? Streams. Is that where we charge people not to send them the stream? No, no it's just a, an endless looped video of you waving, <laughs> and then winking at the camera, and then holding up a, a king tiger. Yeah, you like blue lag. <laughs> um, Law Lenardi asks, how tricky are the West Germans to com- to use compared to the US? And are there any limitations to the army that might make them a less desirable choice long term? I'm guessing this is Team Yankee. It's got to be mm-hmm. Team Yankee. Other yep. than, you know. <laughs> um, the big difference is how few of them you get. Yes. Um, obviously, tank-wise, a Leopard and an Abrams are fairly comparable. But it's the fact you're paying for effectively fearless veterans. And they're what eleven points a leopard. Mm. That, yeah. I mean, that stacks up really fast. Not a lot of tanks. No, it's so, not the West. The trouble is, it's not a lot of anything. That's the problem with the West Germans. Mm. Is that you've got you've got no real. I mean, actually, before West German, the West German book came out, you didn't really have any chaffy type units at all, did you? No. Whereas now you just got the Jaeger units, that kind of yeah. thing, to try and bulk it out. Used to be a case you'd have like one, you'd have one Mardi unit, a leopard unit, some jaguars and some guepards, and by then you're starting to really scrape points, as it were. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the Americans are a bit more forgiving, especially do some like armored cav, where you've got like um, you know, Bradley units, each of which fires missiles, as well as it's got its water cannon. You got you got, got marines Ab- as well. Abrams. Yeah. As an option. So the Amer- so both the Americans and the Germans focus on mobility by you know, having like um, tanks or advanced stabilizers and the like. The Americans are a bit more forgiving by nature of being um, confident trained versus fearless veteran, effectively. Mm. Yeah. And also, it takes forever to paint West German camouflage compared to US um, Olive Trap. I don't know. I, I, think, I think the Murdoch might be worse. But... Yeah, who paints Murdoch? I mean, seriously, come on. <laughs> desert. Desert or nothing. That's it. Everything looks better in desert. West Germans in desert? Ooh. 
West, the West Germans have got no business being anywhere near a desert. <laughs> you don't get to limit them. You don't get to decide. Uh, um, no, the, the Helmut Kohl does. <laughs> Mike Robinson says, as so as someone who's spent a lot of time looking at the various starter boxes Battlefront has put out, insert plug for his article on breakthroughassault.co.uk, mm-hmm. which one do you think is best and which one makes you wonder what they were thinking when they put it together? Any of the any of the British, British ones, yeah, yeah, especially the British Desert one, where they actually based it around completely wrong unit. So what you got in the box? Compared to the name, yeah, it's a Crusader squadron. No, it's not. It's it's a it's a really good Devil Glory squadron. Why you call it a Crusader squadron? <laughs> what happened here? <laughs> but oh. uh, best one, um, that's tr- it's tricky. Uh, I mean, they're not. Je- sorry, they're not. They're not designed to be used. In isolation, though, are they? No, but really? I think no. the, I think the D-Day American ones probably the the most solid starter box in its own right. Mm. Yeah, so I think you get a pretty decent force out of that out of that starter box. I think I think the Hungarian one's pretty good as well. From memory, with the Zerinis and the Stooks mm. and Panthers and stuff. Yeah, um, I was going to say the Italians. As yeah, well. cause you get, yeah, cause you got like um, ten M14s. Some forty-seven, some yeah, one-five. Because you can build them as either some or the M14s, can't you? Yeah, yeah correct. Yeah. So that that that's the flexibility of the sprue really helping you there. Mm. Yeah. I'm struggling to remember the starter boxes because all I end up doing is getting excited, looking at them, and go, "Oh, I don't. I only need that one unit." Yeah. <laughs> and then buying three of the uh, uh, open fire, or whatever the hit the beaches or whatever the actual yeah. two-player starter set is because that's way better value. That's it. The best Italian starters actually with the Brook box set. Two to Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> Ah. Um, Carl stop person again getting his money's worth the American football season is about to start football. who would each nation in World War 2 put in charge of their team I mean Herman Goering's going to see the Jets and it's going to be all over that isn't it ah. so. <laughs> Jets eh <laughs> that's a tricky that is a tricky question I mean Guderian for the Panthers <laughs> It's a shame there's no tiger based. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Well, you well, can have the, the Bengals. Bengals. Yeah. Rubble's Bengals. <laughs> well, yeah, because a king well, tiger is Whitman, Whitman, really. No, Bengals. be Whitman's. Whitman's Bengals. Whitman's Bengals. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a next spot, a start, starter box set right there. Whitman, Whitman's, Whitman's Bengals. Bengals. <laughs> that's oh. really tough. I mean, although that is, that is the whole Koenig's tiger thing, though, isn't it? What? Is Royal tiger. Mm. Yeah, which is a Bengal tiger. It's a common, mm. common mistranslation. Actually, works quite well. Yeah. So yeah, who would who... Piper's uh, Piper's Bengals? Who, who would Monty be in charge of? I need, we need someone with a good defence. Patriots. I'm not sure the Patriots are really got a good defence these days. The Buccaneers. Hey Bucks. Monty's Buccaneers. That sounds like a gay bar. <laughs> They'll be Monty's Buccaneers. <laughs> it's on. It's on. It's on brand. So. <laughs> Bradley's, Bucks. Bradley's Bradley's Bronco, uh, Broncos Broncos yeah Broncos Bradley's Broncos just for the alliteration. Well, who would you have as pattern? It would have to be someone who's got a really good running um, offense. <laughs> Titans, be, Tennessee uh, Titans, hardest hitters, isn't it? Titans, yeah, uh, yeah I think you break. I think they're probably the best bet. There we go. We've done most of the one, major ones there now. Yeah. Seattle doesn't get a mention because 
Just not very good <laughs> well, at the, the moment. Cowboys cannot get anything at the moment. So. Right, exactly. <laughs> Tets, yeah, <laughs> sad <laughs> trombone noises. Exactly. Who's your quarterback? Oh, what? I don't know. Oh man, that, no, that, that's that, that's yeah. Dice Cowboys is definitely Herman Goering because he's living off past glories and talk, yeah. talking a good game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And overpaying for everything. <laughs> it's hard to be a Cowboys fan sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes, Mr. Taylor asks, uh, "Why do you play Team Yankee and Flames of War?" Which is That's a good question. It's a good question because you can read it one of like three ways. <laughs> why do you play this? Game? Yeah. Why do you play? <laughs> why do you play Team Yankee and Flames of War? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I haven't got enough time to paint for both of them. Yeah, exactly. As my ever-expanding wall of shame is showing. But yes. No, it's, it's a pile of opportunity. I've, I've decided to write, rename it. Because okay. it's more positive. Sunfields. Yeah. It's You're basing that Brexit spirit. To the... Yeah. <laughs> if, we, if we just be more optimistic, it'll make everything better. <laughs> exactly. Everyone loves corned beef, right? Blind optimism. Uh, what, I mean... Why do... Yeah, why do we play both? I mean, so I... I, mean, I played Flames of War because it happened to come along at the right time. You know, I was just getting out of play. I was getting disheartened with forty k version five at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the, like the change of scale. Lots of little tanks appeal to me. I like and the it, what if fantasy element um, of forty k. Absolutely, no, no, no. Flames yeah. of War. That's funny. That's kind of like what the team the team Yankee appealed to me. I've always wanted to do Cold War, Gone Hot. I, I enjoy the really ultra realistic Team Yankee, where you you, you deploy in a three inch deployment zone on your edge of the board. You spend five hours driving your model tanks up and down whilst taking pictures of the other guys' tanks. Then you go home. Yep. <laughs> it's the only way to play it. Yeah, yeah. Anything else is just like totally unrealistic. <laughs> mm. so, it, but yeah, so um, for me, it was t- Flames of War was just fortuitous because the club I go to they they started to play um, like a campaign in flames of war and it was in africa um and they needed a german player and i was that german player so i was like oh, oh. this is quite good quite enjoy these because mm-hmm. it's fast moving game as yeah. well the, the rules aren't overly complicated what version okay. was that you were you joined version three uh, okay i never played version two or version one or whatever or anything like that um but i got back in uh well i got into it when um what would it have been africa came out yeah did that yeah. go tournaments that's yeah really- we first met, wasn't it? Exactly. Time, so. expanded, expanded from there, really. Um, mm. It was always, it always generally was the um, Africa campaign that we were pl- had lots of stuff for. And then it just sort of evolved from there. And, and yeah, going to it, I found 15 mil quite, not easy, that's not the right word, but relatively straightforward to Satisfying. paint. Satisfying, yeah. Mm. But like Lee said, it takes an absolute age to paint 28 mil figures. And I used to play like, Warhammer, so you you mm-hmm. spend forever painting a unit of twenty men, and then realise that you actually needed forty men. Yeah, yeah. And I think, oh my god. And they fill off the board when a unit of skinks runs through. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, Robbie so Davis. Twenty-eight and six mil. That fifteen, which is just, it was just right. Six six <laughs> mil was too small. You couldn't really do anything with. Yeah. Twenty-eight yeah. was too big. It just bogged down. Whereas fifteen was just right. Well, I did, I did some. I did some six mil um, Arab Israeli stuff. Um, hmm. uh, but I found I, the, the reason I got into Team Yankee was you, you people, frankly, <laughs> mm-hmm. irritatingly. Because oh, oh, oh. hobby yeah. enablers. I just <laughs> yeah, I had no interest in in doing it at that scale, and then suddenly I did. 
And if the Swedes mm-hmm. come out, oh, never army. Another army. Oh, yeah. The, the Swedes are the Swedes will be um, unresistible, irresistible, even irresistible. unresistible. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, I I, I went to version two of Flames of War to start with, um, simply because that's what yeah. I was, I was working for GW at the time and went to some historical stuff and uh, bolt action didn't exist yet. Um, so I ended up getting into when it was still stocked by Hobbycraft, walking in and picking up a Vidas Bocage and a couple of random box sets and then just getting very excited and kind of, yeah, I know, it's, it doesn't sound like me, does it, getting very excited about hobby. and, and so, so what you're saying is what, if Warlord Games had existed, you'd have been playing Bolt Action now? No, I've done the same thing I would have done this time, is that, you know, I buy all the Bolt Action stuff and then don't paint it, I play with it and then sell it and then buy it all back again. Right. I'd, I'd like the idea of 28 mil World War Two. I just never get around. Yeah, you know, I do like one tank and go, that's amazing. And I'm like, I can't, same again, I can't be bothered to paint platoons and platoons of 28 mil infantry. When yeah. Actually, I can do a whole company of Flames of War stuff. You know. I, th- I think it's the right scale for me as well. Yeah. I think the company level is quite nice. I think as well, because it works at the level of. The, the gaming level as well works um, in the terms of with 28 mil, you end up with the lines of sight getting really, really shonky because of the, you know, the scale that you're playing at. Whereas with 15 mil, it does seem to be a lot more clear cut as to, you know, that's a fender of the tank. Does that make more sense? Does that sound silly? Or uh, I th- The abstraction is, is more tolerable. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, yeah. Uh, and plus, I think it looks good. I think 15 mil wall games always look good. It's like that slightly on mass, but not quite look. Yeah, and then yeah, Team Yankee is just always new, shiny, massive toys. But play it on a bigger board, please. Oh god, or less points, <laughs> or less put less points. stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is eighty points on a six by. Six, yeah, we generally uh, do seventy-five to eighty yeah. points on a six by four. Yeah, yeah. I I think sixty for a six by four, and then I think eighty for a eight by four. That's just because you want loads of room for your infantry to run across the board. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> which, which reminds me, you've got to play some Fate of a Nation at some point as well. Yes, and that's what we do next week. Well, you need to get your Israelis painted, Lee. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise so you'll why... just end up playing your Magax again and getting upset. <laughs> well, you've got the second platoon now. That's what I mean, but he hasn't painted them. Yeah, paint them, yeah. Uh, there you go, getting distracted. Yeah. The question, one of the questions would be, what would why why do we play Flames of War, Team Yankee and Fate of a Nation? Why do we play the different games? Because Fate of a Nation is the best rule system. Yeah, why, why, why play Fate of a Nation? Yeah, that's Correct it. answer. But then why do yeah. we also play Flames of War? Oh, because we get a game of that outside of... Uh, <laughs> outside of the yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's that's an interesting question, actually. Why, why do we have... It's a bit like the question of why do you have multiple armies? Yeah, that's true. Like, so why, 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 having got a British army, why do you then have a, get an American and a German and a... Because I don't think there's there's very many Flames of War players that have only got one one army period, or even if they do have I, one army. I period. struggle to find how many war gamers only have one faction for one game. It may just be me and my friends who I've ch- cherry picked to have my isolation bubble of. Yeah, unless it's literally your very first army. If you like a game system enough to actually collect and finish an army, put it that way. Generally, you're going to end up with more than one faction. Yeah. Is that I mean, mine, you know, mine's usually involved. because I picked the wrong one in the first place. Well, yeah, exactly. It, even that. Just because you know, I like you go, the look okay, of it and then go, like oh, this. doesn't Actually, work for me. And then mm. you realise that, oh, wait a minute, I can play nothing but Tigers. Thank you, Camp Group Hummel. No, I've never thought that because Tigers, tigers are stupid. Mm. Tiger, Tiger. Mm. Whitman, Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. Just get captured by infantry. Infantry's, infantry's where it's at, Eddie. Blown up by Piet. 
Yep. Or HVAP. Thanks, Mike. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, smashing, smashing your Hummel dreams. Yep. HVAPing himself to death. <laughs> Scurvious. Uh, oh, serious question. I've been stuck in a mental block knowing I have models to build and paint but can never bother to do it. How do you get the motivation to build or paint your pile of shame? Um, First of all, don't panic. Yes. <laughs> because unless, unless you've really badly chosen your career, it's supposed to be fun and it's a hobby. Mm-hmm. And if it ever doesn't feel that way, take a break. Do something else. Don't force yourself to do your hobby. That is the quickest way to demotivate yourself about doing your hobby is to force yeah. yourself to do it. Um, and, you know, if you want to go do something else for a while, do that. Never sell your toys. That is the golden one rule. If yes. you like... If you like a model, if you like a modeling hobby such as wargaming or whatever, just don't sell it because you'll come back. They always come back. Oh, what's that face for? That's me because that's my problem. That is your problem because you sell it, don't you? And then you go, oh crap! Now I I had all of that, and now (laughs) I now I want to get back into it, and I'm really excited. And yet you're now starting put yourself even further behind. So don't don't sell your toys if they're made and painted. By all mm-hmm. means, if you've got overstock, if it's stuff, that, if it if it's stuff, you know, if you've got a, a, a force that you haven't started yet, I would say check if it's available still to buy, and then you know if you want to free up some funds, do that. But then again, the amount of times I've sold something only to find that oh wait they've taken it out of production or there's an announcement and it's now you know no longer available. I've, yeah. I've... I think the, the the first thing to, to motivate yourself to, to to actually paint though is, is to first first thing is to corral your um, wandering eye. If it's your first army for a system, you need to get something on the table to play a game. Yeah. Then then write the list out, get the list, and then paint one unit at a time so that you can play some games. If if and after that, once you that once you're done with that. I, I would then move on to then painting things that you think are cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I own four brim bars. Um, yeah. it, it's, just, it's just that you... you. <laughs> I can still remember distinctly in my head that point where I was laying... It was during during lockdown, yep. and it was the 1am sale. And obviously, I didn't have work. I was on furlough. So our little WhatsApp chatting group was going quite mad. I still remember looking there and seeing you say, ooh, brim bars. I still remember yep. laughing to myself and writing, for the love of God, don't yep. get them because they've love still them. got the old Panzer Four Schertzen, yeah. which was individual mounts. Yep, going onto a separate rail upon which you then stuck the Schertzen. Yep, but I have them and I really love them, and I wouldn't have got Good. them otherwise. And and it's stuff like that that I think that once you've got a functional army that you can play with, is then pick something to paint that you just want to put in. Yeah. yeah. So, so unless you're a hyper-competitive gamer and you want to do these spam lists like, I don't know, four companies of Nimrods, then, then you know, just paint what you enjoy. And if you if you have a higher, you know, if you find yourself getting stuck with something, switch track, paint something else. Doug, are you hyper-competitive now? No, I'm not. It was a, it was a joke. It was an irony. <laughs> um, but, but, I mean, you know, people do paint, you know, stupid things like you know the armored car list wasn't it and it was like 400 oh, million armored yeah, cars and all that kind of stuff but but to keep that me 31 uh, t-34s yeah just just pick something I, and i would also break things into manageable chunks 
because yes. I used to do this for ages. I used to, and I drove myself mental doing it. Like I remember painting the for Fate of a Nation, painting all my T62s at once, and so I was trying to paint ten T62s, and just the tracks alone, like nearly sent me insane. Um, so I, <laughs> I would expenses. Yeah, so I would say anywhere between what three and five tanks or, or vehicles um, is a good number. Um, and then infantry, I would paint no more than than say ten stands at a go, and preferably less. Um, just break it up into manageable chunks because that that's how you eat an elephant as well, isn't it? You yeah. eat an elephant yeah. by breaking it down into manageable chunks, and 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 also by you know uh, taking that first step. And, and there is something to be said about not necessarily buying the whole elephant to start with. Correct reward so, yourself by painting it and then say when i finish painting this yeah. I, I will buy it the worst thing you can do and we've all done it is buy an army all in one go and then look at it and go oh my god there's so much to assemble and that's and that's kind of where i am with the horus heresy stuff and that's why it's like okay because i really want another come to the, the new like leviathan dreads mm-hmm. but i've got the entire starter set to get through and it's like well, actually let's yep. get that reward yourself made and painted and then we can look at getting some more bits um there was something else to follow that up that was really pronounced was it pronounced? <laughs> profound and deep and thought out it's now gone because i've just imagined trying to buy an elephant in bits well it's just a, a, a 172 scale elephant i mean there's plenty no, of no. It's a, just... so yeah buying the whole elephant to eat it bite by bite just like can I, can, I have a, can I have a leg of an elephant please no oh now i want a kebab there you elephant go legs. Mm. well go go for an unlucky fried kitten instead <laughs> <laughs> or, or my favorite dorset fried chicken Dorset, well known for its fried chicken. Yeah. So the the other thing I the thing that works best for me is twofold. First of all, is I apply, I sign up to games like tournaments and stuff, and I, that is then a deadline to get things painted for. <laughs> right. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I, I'm terrible at it. Oh no! It's However, laugh because it is. If I look back, if I look, if I look back, <laughs> yeah. if I look back at my painting stuff, no, you're it's, right. The time that I actually get things finished hey, is for those events. I mean, look at the ETC. You got those those partisans and everything painted. Yeah, and that was exactly a, that was an absolute marathon. The second thing to do is if you're finding the trouble, a lot of the times, and it, it's a bit like it goes for life as a whole. Is is don't put too much pressure on yourself to get it to a standard. So with those partisans and everything, I was like, yeah. you know what? There is no way in hell. I'm gonna ever be in the you know in the running for best painted at the ETC. No, no, no. So okay. this doesn't have to be a work of art. So what I can do is do all the bits that get me, you know, seventy percent of the way there. So yeah, you know, base colours, a wash, some decals, and once I got that done, you're like, actually, this looks pretty good. You know, it's 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 not. You, you pick it up close and look at it and it's not going to win any awards but it doesn't need to win any awards but it's way more painted than had I sat there and tried to you know finished off one Daimler to Golden Demon standard yeah the, the, the other thing though I would say is for me and I don't know if this is true for you guys but, but certainly for me is I don't don't go back I don't say to yourself oh that'll do and then I'll go back to that at a later date because I never go back I never go so. back but at the same time that is an option I, I think it's an option the, the, the thing but, about doing that is what you have to do is write down what paints you use. Yeah, but but my point and is that you, like, if you never you go, s- you never go back. Yeah, but you can do. Yeah, but you can. But when did when did you? Because um, it's the same for me. I, 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 if I get if I start something and then put it to one side and say that's done, it's done. Oh, uh, okay. I see what you're saying. So so if I then say oh, I'll come back to that and finish that off, I, you know, it just needs decals or it needs ship. It will never happen. 
Uh, no, I've done, I've done, I've done it with a, my, um, a lot of my tanks and stuff. Because what will happen is I'll go, right, okay, I've got this project. So I, I've had them half... Fin- I guess they weren't really finished. They were kind of half painted. I finished them off as part of a different project um, to tie them into stuff. But... And never play with unpainted models. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, mean, never. Yeah. Always it, painted. Yeah. yeah. So there's a, a tournament that. going on. There's a uh, Lord of the Rings tournament at the Guildford Games Club. And they were like, should we do, should we ask for paint, you know, painted or unpainted? And it's like, well, I'll just do it painted yep. because it doesn't have to be Golden Demon. No, it's not. It's not it doesn't have to be your best ever effort. I mean, to be honest, even if you just spent 20 minutes on your army, it would look better than if you just turned up with grey plastic. Mm-hmm. If you just sprayed it silver for Gondor, slapped a wash on and put some skin on it, faces, bases, something and something, yep. you know, that y- would look infinitely better than just grey plastic. And it's, it's, a, it's a respect thing as well, I think. It's like, because there's nothing worse than, you know, I'm, I'm probably the one who's most likely, you know, turned up my 70% effort army and you've got a lovely, magnificently painted thing. But no, no, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't matter to me. It, what yeah. matters to me is that, that, that everything's painted. I don't care if it's yeah. painted well, badly, and differently. If you put all of your, you know, all of your love and effort and whatever it is in, into painting, great. It is infinitely better to play with a, a painted game with some terrain that, that looks right than it is to use yeah. coffee cups and unpainted figures. For me, like it, that's that's the hobby. That's, that's so the, the most point. the most hilarious thing you can ever do is to turn up to a game with a whole army that has new painted model syndrome yeah because <laughs> the <laughs> dice gods don't the guy no the dice gods don't know what to do because they can't possibly kill everything so i've had some games where i've turned up a brand new fully painted army and actually the dice gods have just gone oh yeah we give up here have loads of sixes <laughs> and it just you know right yeah i just got rolls you. over everything so yeah that's that's the thing that is the thing for lastminute.com tournament preparation yeah. eddie's top tips eddie's top tips Maybe um, Service Diction called that as well. Fez's foibles. <laughs> Fez's foibles. Um, oh, there's a thing about that. Uh, Going to give a shout out. Paint remover, paint stripper. Yep. Um, I have started using, this is not a, a plug. It is a plug, but it's not one that I'm getting paid for because I'm stupid. So it's not a proper one. It's, it's not, not a shill. Yeah, no, it's, just, it's not a shill plug. It's a legit. All right, there we go. Mantis Mini Strip Gel. So Don't I found, use this on on, your hair. Yeah. found this on eBay. It was three pounds, and then a couple of quid for postage. I think it's five pounds for a thirty milliliter dropper bottle. It's from a UK company, so it's on the it's Mantis models, um, and it's this gloopy gel that you brush on. So it's not a liquid you dunk it in. You literally can brush it on, and it's kind of glue. It doesn't run off the model. It slowly drips. You put them in a bowl or something. Um, but actually, pretty good model stripper. And I've stripped back some of the Lord of the Rings models. I've yet to try it on plastic, but it does say it's a safe, and I believe it is because it doesn't smell overly acrid. Right. But it just gels up. It, it it essentially activates and turns the paint into a gloop that you can then just wash off. Okay. Um, I, I was very impressed because being a gel, because the whole thing is like, okay, you buy a stripper. Okay, so you pour a pot of it, you know, a bowl of it to put your model in, and that's a bowl's worth wasted because you know, the whole bowl gets full of paint and you have to throw the whole bowl away mm-hmm. for one model. Whereas this, you can literally just go, I want to put it on the shield or on a, you know, that shirt's and I want to redo and just paint that shirt's and like targeted stripper. So it's, yeah, Mantis mini strip gel if you're after it. Um, if it all goes horribly wrong and melts your models and your face and sets your house on fire, not my fault. 
That's a disclaimer. That's it. That's <laughs> a hell of a disclaimer. <laughs> but I'll legal protect us against everything. <laughs> there we go. I've now lived in my liability forever. Um, Darren Hart, friend of the podcast, says, is Duncan serious about a challenge to paint 100 points in 30 days? <sighs> well, yeah, I am serious. But he was also talking about 100 points of infantry. In is there days. a podcaster versus Patreon challenge in our future? We, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I'm not doing a hundred points of infantry. Oh, I could do that. A hundred points of infantry in thirty yes. days. Look, mate, you pay Bissage, I pay Fortune Jaeger. There's a reason I'm confident about this. But you got to pay. You got to paint Splinter. Yeah, I do the other turtles I'll do the as turtles. well. <laughs> <laughs> April O'Neil. <Woo-hoo. laughs> um. I don't know. I, just, I do think it's possible. 100 points in 30 days. I like the way he's taken a month and calendarised it to 30 days. Yeah, for con- consistency. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't yeah. we have an extra day if it's the 31st? Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, my my, my newly acquired uh, Yag Tiger company. Um... <laughs> here, King Tigers. Yes. Mm. So. <laughs> here, here, King Tiger. Oh, I'll have a look at it. I will have a look because I think. I think it's doable. I'm trying to think of a... Is it just painting? So I've already got Kevin built. I need to set the standards of, of what we're doing. Yeah, we need some defined criteria. Yeah. I'm sure I can find something in my stash to paint. Probably 100 points worth of other bits to finish off armies. Jeff, <laughs> uh, My name is Jeff. Um, I enjoyed the lockdown paint encouragement y'all did. I built my entire 8th Italian army for the Eastern Front as a result. Good oh, shout. Awesome. Well, well, for the Eastern Front as well. Wait, wait, wait. Nice. Wait, built or painted? Do you think he means... Jeff, I need clarification he, here, mate. No, either or. It's still good. Well, no, I, I did, I did, he specifically said he enjoyed the painting encouragement, and then he says he built his entire 8th Italian army. This is this is the new... This is the rules lawyer. This is ETC level. Oh, Christ. <laughs> the nation. Oh, God. Because if he didn't paint his 8th Italian army... Then that painting encouragement is wasted. That's it. We're back to we're back to forty nine patrons now. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Giveaways off. That's it. Yeah, folks. Sorry, no t shirts for anyone. <laughs> oh, lockdown. I did see a really good. It's. I imagine most war games are the same. It's like, oh, I just need a couple of weeks off, and I'll get all of this painted. And everyone after lockdown is like, it wasn't the weeks that was the trouble. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm just, yeah, that was yeah. That's pretty cool. That's uh, that's the, the Italians for the Russia, right? For the south. This is outside of my area of expertise. Where's Where's Mike Everest when you need him? No, I'm pretty sure that, that that's that's one of the armies that they stuck in in yeah army groups uh, south. Yeah, I, that was one of the justifications as to why you could originally have panthers in the desert, wasn't it? Because they wanted Wait. to use the cross books to make you could use your Italian book Avanti to make an Eastern Front force with German support. Yeah. Yes. And then some, you know, some people yeah. went too far. And then, and then insanity. Well, not insanity. The rules weren't tight enough for it to be done. Fair enough. Can you still yeah. do that? Can they do? What's the new lessons for the front? That's, well, you pick a formation. Yeah, I think you and can then you still pick, do it. That is that. Yeah, so you can still do it because you pick an eastern front formation. Uh, sorry, company page, which would give you support, and then you potentially pick an Italian formation. I think you can do it. Yeah, but the Italians are weird anyway, because they can take their own German support. Yeah, but second the, the Hungarians. Page. Hold on. So you can take an allied... Yeah, you can. I think the Italians can take two allied units. and They support. can. Yeah. And they, so so you can take, but also it gets weird, because you can take Hungarians and Romanians, I think. 
It's going to take Hungarian. Rich to the win asks, do you yeah. feel that a lot of the starter kits, such as the late world British and Waffen SS, are quite brittle formations out of the box? Yes. Yeah, they really are. They really are. Yeah. They're not. They're, they're when they say starter, they're more a buy this and you get a lot of stuff that you probably can build yeah. upon, rather than it being. Yeah, they're not complete the armies. No. Especially the British ones. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, here's a Team Yankee British wing with lots of fragile two tank units. It's sorry, Lee, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear you um, pull up your soapbox. Then sorry, I didn't. <laughs> sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think, I think that you're, you're absolutely right, though. The the, um, the British ones aren't, aren't very good for that at all. But even even the German ones. I mean, we've we've all sat there and gone, why have they got two of that in? Like because it's you know. Oh, it's a really frustrating things. thing with the the bag um, bagration one. We get two whirlwinds. Yeah. There's no way of buying another two whirlwinds to get a full wheel of four. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The battlefront. We need the sprues back, man. Yeah. yeah. Sing, single sprues, please. Single sprues. You know, it's how they come from the factory. I mean, they they charge a small premium for them over buying them individually. You know, buying a you know, box and yep, divide by five. That's fine. I, you know, just for the convenience, but buy the sprues to actually finish this unit off, kind of thing. Well, yeah. To make it less than rubbish, mm. or more than that, rubbish. That then. observers. <sighs> what? Just infantry observers? No, no. So you can get like one pound or three to use as your reserve. To make a pound or three tank, yeah. Only only if you convert it properly and refuse to fire its main gun. Never. Never. Um... <laughs> VTC. It's got to you. All the time. And then it gets assaulted and dies. Yeah. Or pounds of three. Okay. Well, just get shot usually by it because it's a bloody armoured vehicle. And you're like, oh, great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, look, there's nothing else for the Sherman to shoot. What's it shot? Oh, it shot, shot my pounds of three. Of course it has. You're not Thank you. Um, From Facebook then. Dean Marquis asks two questions, totally unrelated. One, why is the remount number higher than the motivation on the German APCs? That's a good question. Uh, that would be for protected ammo, I imagine. Yes, that is. Because almost all of the German stuff had... Correct. And it um, doesn't say protected ammo anymore, it just has the extra remount. Correct, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, so getting back in the fight, if you're, you know, Less convinced tank's going to explode is a bit different to all. All my friends are dead. I don't want to join them. What's the awesome morale for German half track then? Is well, it not, is not last Reich, not three plus for last Reich. Yeah, but it's the remount, last stand. Last stand. It depends if you have that. It's just the motivation. Oh, and they I probably see. don't yeah. have that for the APCs. Right, yeah, yeah, they probably you. just have. Yeah. Although it is APCs, I don't know. It's going to bug me if I don't look. Are you going to look. My laptop is dying, so. I will not do that. Okay. Today, that's a question for later. Uh, why? Question two: Why has the Storch never been included in a German army book in any version? Oh, that's an excellent question. Yeah, because yeah. you think in mid-war, there's still it'd be viable to have it. I mean, by late war, they're gonna get shot down by Allied air support. Late war, they were landing on the bloody streets of Berlin to try and get people out. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and um, they were risking Mussolini. Yep. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting one. Why? Yeah. Why wouldn't they? Because that's like the equivalent of the grasshopper, isn't it? It is. What do they use feeling. it for? It's a army it corporation observation. It's the same thing yeah. as a grasshopper. What for artillery though? Yeah, yeah. Um, my gut feeling is originally it was too hard to make a storch model because it's very spindly and it would look terrible with the undercarriage. Um, so it was probably never envisaged to be released to start with, and then uh, it kind of got to the point where Germans didn't get an aerial observer because they have to pay a premium for lots of different things being German. Yeah, I, I think it'd be an interesting option. Uh, yeah, 
Do you not want a little I mean, storage? I mean, you're, I, you're playing. I, I, I love planes. I'm just saying, I, I, in the current technologies of resin metal, storages yeah. would be very hard to make. And then it would be cost prohibitive to make a plastic one. Mm. Can they not make the, it? The, the, the difference is the storage. No, because the storage has um, very long, spindly landing gear. And very distinct, which is distinctive to the model to the aircraft. Um, in so much so it wouldn't look right without it. And then very uh, the same kind of underwing brace struts, which are very spindly. It's very spindly. Yeah, it's the reason it's called a stalk is because it does look like a stalk. You know. Um, so I think I think it's probably just been a limit of technology for miniature wargaming. It's a weird scale to get another plastic kit to make it, so there won't no one else will make one to then be made in and then that just kind of didn't become a thing okay um, taurus brurad jumps in to say all oh, the fw 189 yuhu um which is a the fuckerwolf ground attack aircraft oh, i thought that was the um i thought that was the half track with the infrared i think no same name same, it's same name it's owl yeah. Yeah, yeah and there's also a uh night fighters called the yuhu there's lots of owls it's also uh, crap even better uh, the sdkfz 233 Two three three is the short seventy five, isn't it? I don't know. I think two the two three three is also a observation aircraft. Oh, remember, it's, if, remember it's like SDK one, is it? No, no, SDK is it's, it's a pusher vehicle. prop star one, I think. SDKFZ no, one's not. Oh yeah, no, it's the um the two three three is the uh, eight rad with a um Stimmel. Yeah, Sparwagen, SDKZF two three three. Is there not one at the moment? I thought it was in No, I think it's gonna be in Berlin. I'm sure it's out. I'm sure there's there's some listing like. Is the sprue? No, I don't know if there's a, there's half track Hold on. Hold on. No, the, the, I'm I'm sure in if you go to like uh hard on the model exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I, I I thought there was maybe I've gone mental. I'm sure you could get them as threes. I think only the um yeah only the only the Puma derived chassis have got their support guns, and for some reason they've never done the eight rider versions. Mm. But. Is that not the same chassis? No, no, it's slightly different. They're, they're really? very different chassis. I mean, they've just got eight wheels, but similarity between them. Yeah, it's not a Puma. Hmm. Who is your father? Who is your daddy? What does he do? I don't know why I've gone Berry Hills cop. But... Oh, I thought you went Arnold Schwarzenegger then for a second. I, I did. did. I got the wrong film. Cop. Yep, Kindergarten your... cop. There you go. Berry Bloody... <laughs> <laughs> Hills cop, but Eddie Murphy is replaced by Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your daddy? What does he do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh no. Okay. So it's the two thirty four. I'm thinking of two thirty four is in there. Right. Ah. Oh. Which is the um, Puma based. You're right. It's the Puma based. Yeah. Uh, Paul my Paul my Panther Spa. Yeah. Sorry. That was my error. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. From a gaming point of view, if you had the two three three model, does it would it really matter if you wanted to use that? It'd be basically the same. It's it, so yeah. A lot of the. A lot of the stuff they haven't put in is because it is basically the same and it's just more models that would have to but make. It is, but you, they, they appeared in mid-war and that kind of thing, whereas yeah, obviously did. the Puma yeah. drive ones don't. They I, did. I, they're not trying to be encyclopedic with it, though. Because they tried that they in version be. 3. They should be. Yes, well, there's no... In, in an effort to stay, you know, solvent and be able to make well, an actual profit so Pete can buy more boats... I'll, I'll put it out there again. I'd be willing to pay a premium... For some of this stuff to be direct only and print to order. Yeah, the question would be how high is the premium going to be though? I don't care. Well, you pay you talk, you know, twelve pound. Yeah, fifteen pound a model. If you, but people will really want them, and if they're only print to order, they don't have to worry about housing in this this warehouse. I mean, that is a thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just if, if are you prepared to wait three months and and pay through the nose, pay double um for something. If you're not, I mean, great. But if you are, 
That's that's revenue they could make. Now I got the I, mold. I agree. I also that is all icing on top if everything beneath is running smoothly. You know, you can't you can't add those additional services if you don't have your core stuff in stock and going through. And the fact they're already struggling with mid war ranges and production for late war stuff. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. They've got a focus a focus yeah, even with the fo- streamlined stuff, there's bits disappearing for long periods of time. Yep. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. I just think if they don't do it, someone's gonna work out some way of doing it. Yeah, and that's and that's okay because, you know, they're no longer trying to be the one stop shop. They're, if you want to be competition and go in there. But then it's also why they won't do rules for stuff they're not making because it's not, you know, why would they why would they do that? But it, yeah. you know, close is close enough for a lot of these things. And if you wanted to if you yeah. wanted to, if you got a nice Storch model and you wanted to put it in, you know, in games, it's there. You don't have to it's weird, it's the thing about having permission to do things in a, a war game, isn't it? Oh no, no, no. I'd absolutely be fine if someone wanted to use it and just use this, the grasshoppers. Yeah, exactly. Stats. That's that's not the problem, I don't think. I think the problem, the problem is Flames of War has always been marketed very much as that universal rule set where you can go down and use any kind of club. And that's why it got a lot of its early um, sort of early popularity was the fact it was a rule set that kind of worked and people could do as a pickup right. game it, rather it, than it'd be... totally still is. It's just a little bit Oh, yeah, it is. The, the thing is... you. By doing that, you've um, you know, you we're doing it, but also saying, but you can't use these units to exist in this game. Yeah, even though there's stuff that you know was, you know, they had decent production ones. They're not like rare things, especially when you got the argument like saying, "Oh, we're doing this," but we're putting mid-war monsters back in. Yeah, you no, know, so literally no one was asking for. <laughs> that is Battlefront. That's that's the deep answer to everything, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it's the answer to everything. That is Battlefront. They make a pretty good product. They don't always get it right. But more often than not, you'll get something you can use. Mm-hmm. Like really pretty new dice tunes. Guys, Ghost of Hands, a dice gaming set. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I think. No, there's is... one more. Oh, there's one more. Have I missed it? There's one more actually on the Shoot and Scoop page. Yeah, Mitchell Chan asked I'm new to Flames of War and was wondering if it's frowned upon if a player 3D printed an entire force. Oh, that's a good question. Not really. I mean, uh, Battlefront won't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it's not frowned upon, but... Um... Yeah. Is it painted? Is it painted? Yes. Is it painted? And when you say 3D print, does it mean it's got all those... Looks like a but, you know, butler's... Oh, the supports on it. <laughs> yeah, it's got the supports on And, like, you know, if every single layer is about is, is present, you know. It's, it's, let's say you look at um, what Mark's been doing with the, the free... With the um, resin printing stuff. Yeah. And that, and that stuff, you know, once you paint it up, it looks fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, if you, if you turn up a painted army, I don't really care what it's made from, as long as it's, as long as it represents what it is. So you know, a Panzer four is a Panzer four, yeah, and it's painted. Yeah, game on. Yeah, I mean, it, it is one of those things that, for being a World War Two war game, your models can come from anywhere, really. Yeah, um, you know, it's lots of different people make it, and that's one of the attractions for for doing it. Um, you know, if you can support the actual guys who make the rules, either by buying the rules that they release or yeah, having the cards and stuff like that. More's the better. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just kind of makes sense to support things you like, much like Patreon and other stuff. <laughs> well, I, I was working, I was working this out because someone asked the, the question at the club the other week about, you know, is it worth um, getting three D prints versus Battlefront plastics? And I said to them, I'm not being funny. If you can get it from a friendly local game store type thing, you're going to get between yeah. ten and twenty percent off. That takes it mm-hmm. down to about just if you get twenty percent off, it takes it down to like a fiver vehicle. Yeah, there's not many places you can get stuff commercially printed. Oh, what? Well, no, definitely not. for five quid a vehicle. Um, so it, it's kind of 
a false economy if you can print it yourself. You know, go nuts. Yeah. As Mark said, Mark says, what is it? Three D printer goes burnt, and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, go go nuts. But if if you're if you're not in that particular, like, I don't need another hobby. I don't want to know is, learn how to three D print stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm 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 content with 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 just paying, um, paying for I, I you know what we what we want to use. Yeah. I like, yeah. I, like, I like building little plastic kits. Yeah, you know, me too. It's 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 a thing since childhood. Building lots lots of tiny little tanks. It's 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 amazing. I hate it. I'll be I'll be doing this as long. Yeah, I know you do. That's why I often I build your stuff for you before I get it to you. Yeah, it's, exactly. just, uh... <laughs> it's just I just find it that's the, the it's weird, isn't it? What people do and don't dislike. Mm. Like, like I know some people aren't, like don't like painting stuff, but can like my friend Luke can just churn out stuff like building like nothing that no one's business. And he said it's there, you know. It's kind of restful for him, um, yeah. but for me, yeah. it just, I just get stressed. What um, weird. Whilst we are speaking about Mark, it's probably worthwhile saying about the um, survey. Yes, I'm not sure how long it's going to run, how long it's running for, but um, if it is still going on, head over to Break for Assault. Mark is, for some reason, really keen to know what everyone thinks about the state of Flames of War and the points, that kind of thing, what you play, and where you play. So we've got a bit of a survey going on, and we'll. Yeah, I've filled it out about three. Four hundred times, just with different <laughs> different information. Fate of Nations best game ever. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. <laughs> yeah I played nothing but Fate of the Nation. Correct. Six thousand yeah. people playing nothing but Fate of the Nation. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. yeah, Battlefront haven't had, had any say in this, but they are interested in results. So we'll we'll probably give them a copy of the results. They can obviously feed that into their own market analysis. But um, yeah, so it's a, it's a good chance to have your say. So go across to Break for Assault, look up the article, fill it in, and yeah. yeah. And Mark will only take a small donation um, from you. But Mark will then sell all your personal data to him. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Mark's not heard of GDPR, so... Um... <laughs> oh, never read the comments. Never yeah. read the comments. I'll read the comments page on the uh, survey. Oh, really? Post. <laughs> How many BF games do you play? I needed an option to say none. Why even? <laughs> I know! <laughs> Why are you filling out the question? Why are you here? <laughs> That's brilliant. None. Yeah, he's, I consider. I played some other war games in the past, but would not consider myself playing them anymore, despite still having the models. Okay. Oh, Thank sorry, you. sorry. I misread that. I no, I. Sorry, I misread that. It, it does say, "Do you play any non-Battlefront games?" I would have oh, made the right. option that. That makes yeah, more, way more sense. A, I misread yeah, that, and I was just like, "What?" <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. So okay. that is Mark's Mark's little thing. So, uh, like six hundred results. Did you say six hundred people so far? I think so. Yeah, yeah it's actually a, bit, not a bad lot of people going. seem to be very excited about it. So I mean, because we get about six hundred listeners to the average podcast episode, so pretty yeah. good. I'm glad that he followed my advice and didn't make it the fifty odd questions it was originally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. As much as more, more, more is better in terms of data. But. Yeah, well, in no. the section, ask what your sex life was like. That was a, that seemed, oh, that seemed, over, that seemed overly prying. Well, yeah, and it, there was no option for animal, vegetable, and mineral. So I mean, I don't. Know. <laughs> 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 All right, um, um, on to you and whose army? You and whose army? Have you guys actually written your army list now? Yes. <laughs> oh, I had it done oh, by God. the time we finished the beginning. Yeah. yeah. You, so you as is tradition, thought into this. Yeah. As is tradition, after we do a book review, we do a you and his army based on that book. 
And I think, we, like with Afri- North Africa, we're going to force ourselves to do a list that uses Mid War monsters. Apart from yeah. Eddie. Mm-hmm. So no, no, po- I fixed it. I fixed it. Yeah. 100 points, Mid War. You must use at least one Mid War monster unit in, in the force. Excellent. I want to go first. Go for go it. Okay, so it's a Red Banner force. Mm-hmm. What? Starts off. Well, East Front, right? Yeah. Yeah. I get you. There you go. All right. Starts off with a Reconnaissance Company. Uh, so it has a Reconnaissance HQ. The tune is six uh, SMGs with their. M3 scouts. Right. Another platoon of uh, four. So full, full potato, short potato, another short potato. Sorry. Um, let me get this right. Six in M3s, four in M3s that have been changed to universal carriers. Right. Then four that are inside uh, captured 251s. Okay. Half tracks. Four 76 so mil guns. Yep. Three BA-10s. That's the formation. Okay. God, okay. So that's 36 points. Uh, and then uh, four KV-5s, which is 64 oh points. Oh, my God. Five KV. No, only four. Four, four, four KV-5s. KV-5s. Sorry, four. I, I exaggerated four. for effect. It's, Sorry. Yeah, six, 64 points for four KV-5s. This list was my Recce and SU-152 list. Um, so I copied it using uh, Forces of War, deleted the 152 formation, and just mm-hmm. put in four KV-5s. And actually, it works a lot better, I think. Well, it probably is the, what's the reserve? Uh, the entire reconnaissance company. Really? No. Four, no. Well, it can't be. If it's 64 points for the KV, it means you've got 36 points in the formation. Exactly. You've got the K, oh you got 60. It's, it's one, one points in reserve. <laughs> it's, it's one reserve, but what a reserve. Front armor fourteen in mid war, yes please. Side armor ten. Oh my god! I mean, yeah, I was going to say it would make more sense to go for three of them, but yeah, I suppose sense just left the window when you started. I was going to say, you you should apply logic to to this lunacy. Um, I had a a formation picked out for mid war, and then you went, oh, that meant mid war monsters. I was like, oh. What was your original one then? Um, I can't remember now. What was it? Oh yeah, it was my um, hundred. Oh no, it was East Front. Oh gosh, I've lost it. <laughs> there was one. I had to, I had something sorted out, and then I forgot what it was in the rush. So what's yours, Duncan's? Yeah, Duncan. Well, my mine was very similar. So I'm just looking again at it. I, I'm I'm looking at doing Panzer Jaeger Abteilung Five Twenty One. Um, because my original one was very similar to Eddie's, apart from that I only put two IS eighty uh, fives in. Right. I hate mid war monsters. <laughs> uh, so this one, this was not the uh, this was not the challenge for me. But I, I, the only thing I'm trying to think of now is that because the Panzerjäger tiling, it had Marders as part of the formation, which you can't. It did, do, yeah. And you can't no, do Panzerjäger ones because Panzerjäger ones aren't in there either, are they? No, that was, that was an unofficial card that's on created mm. or semi-unofficial because you platform did publish it. But I think, I think there's something in there because the, the, what I didn't realise actually was the Steramil platoon allows you to do one Dicker Max and two Steramils. Yes. For 25 points. That sounds rude. <laughs> which I think, oh God, which I think is quite a nice 25 points for those three is pretty, pretty tasty. Hmm. Um, I'd probably combine that with a Panzer Grenadier, uh, no, Grenadier platoon, I would guess, and use them instead of Marders. Hmm. But okay. my original, my original one that I'd put in the chat before Eddie stole my idea i wonder why i wanted to go first git um <laughs> was to do the recce company um so that had everything in universal carriers um it had three platoons two of which were the smgs 
and then one which was just on foot with the flamethrower. Yeah, motorbike guys, yeah. Yeah. Just and then, motorbike guys, yeah. Exactly. Then the full-blown 682mm mortars, the anti-tank guns, and T-70s, because I quite like T-70s. They're quite handy in mid-war. Mm-hmm. And they're only Little six points. Cars. Exactly. And then, um, then as in, for support, that comes to 51 points, 61 points when you take into account the fact that it's got 15 universal carriers in it now as well. Mm-hmm. Um, then I've got three BA-64s, just because they're cheap, with two um, PTRD anti-tank rifles again, and then two IS-85s. Yeah, that's the thing that surprised me, is that BA-64 wasn't available in the formation for the rotor. No, it's not. It's Only weird. BA-10, yeah. Correct, yeah. Weird. So I put them in because I think they're quite handy for a point. Um, mm-hmm. Also, because the um, IS-85s are 38 points, it means that essentially they're, they're your whole reserve if you want to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure you do because, you, you mind you, you have some anti-tank, don't you? In the the 76 mm anti-tank gun is, is yep. pretty tasty. I mean, the other option is to drop that out as um, and use them as artillery instead because I think the artillery is better because it's basically the same except that you can then fire a barrage. Yes, yeah, uh, large guns, so the saves, the actual saves worse, if I remember right. Yeah, but so I, I, I quite like them. them. In mid-war, they were, they were doing a good job in as part of that formation when I played Martin with them. Um, they just sort of sat there and, and denied space. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're 18-9. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the IS-85 kind of does everything at that point because it's um, it's uh, hits on threes because it's got the rear-facing machine gun. It's got an AT-12 gun in mid-war, which is pretty good. And it's got front armor 10 and side armor 8. So it really is just, it's, it's going to be the thing that just you just arrow straight at your opponent's objective and <laughs> ask them to try and stop. And I think with the the um, more elite infantry, that kind of works too. Because the DPMD mm. troops, they're, they're pretty, they're not massive units, but they're pretty nasty. Mm. But yeah, I'm now thinking about um, the German anti-tank forces. Quite like that. Again, they're operational. So if they're operational, they exist. I refuse to put KV-3s in. Yes. Um, <laughs> so the fact that the Stereo Mill and the Dicamax was deployed as part of a tank hunter formation, that, that's, that makes them acceptable. The IS-85 I mean, definitely is acceptable. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice that most of the German ones are actual operational units. Yes. So. Even the Tiger P you know, was used as HQ for the Fernands. Yeah, but that, you can't do that. Even can if you? Did, yeah, yeah, it, was, it annoys me. They didn't actually have a, a new version of the command card let you do that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think unofficially we'll do it as, as a house rule, but it's just yeah. like. Hmm. Anyway, so I, I went with um, trying to keep this again roughly on the straight and narrow. I went with 12th Panzer in Len- around Leningrad. Yep. Because they received for um, Panzer 1F, which is oh, a cool. monster, for um, assessment. So this is the machine gun armed super up armored Panzer One. It's the German Matilda, right? Yeah, basically German Matilda. Um, So it's a Panzer Grenadier company with two full strength platoons, one of which has a anti tank rifle, one under strength platoon, two mortars, and three five centimeter anti tank guns. So that's the first formation. Nice. And in support, there's an eighty eight because you know you always have that mid war with Germans. Why wouldn't you? What the single Um, gate? Yeah. Four Panzer ones, that's the biggest platoon you can get for those guys, um, which are 18 points. And then a Tiger. I, mean, I went with a Tiger Pig, just keep with the mid-war monsters thing. Yeah. But around Leningrad, obviously a normal Tiger would be entirely appropriate. Mm-hmm. And then the command card, pure luck, just to round it out. Just to upset Duncan. Yeah, it's upset Duncan. So the reserve would be the Tiger P plus the large platoon with the tank rifle. So that's my 40-point reserve, so two dice reserve. 
I'll leave um, two platoons on the board along with their um, 88 five centimeter guns and their um, tiger, little, uh, little mini tigers. I think they're really cool. They're pretty cheap Baby as well, tiger. aren't they? Yeah, I mean, so yeah, it's 18 points for four. And I suppose it's, it's the one mid-war monster I'm actually really tempted to buy. Just kind of really yeah. like the idea of it. Have a, little, have a little platoon of them running around. Well, they're just an assault machine, aren't, aren't they? Cause they, aren't they yeah, because they're top armor too. Yeah. Yeah. They're still veteran. They're just an assault machine. Well, how do you stop them? <laughs> how do you stop them in, 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 with a with a Russian force? Cause What's the motivation? Oh, I don't know. Let me four, put, probably. Let me get the massive tome off my shelf. <laughs> Earth rotates off his gravitational axis. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's four by the time he's gone. My copy arrives at Dyson, and we didn't appreciate how big the damn thing was. Yeah, it's yes. massive. Uh, so Panzer One, it's confident. We're counterattacker three plus. Ooh, that's a last standard three plus. Ooh. It's veteran three plus in skill. Um, careful, front armor eight, side armor five, top armor two. Ooh. So you'll be points? a little wary of anti tank guns in the assault if they're close enough to get defensive fire. Yeah, how many points? Uh, like I say, 18 for four of them. Yeah, but what's, th- what's three? Uh, three is 13. Yeah, see, that's... So it's about Ooh. four, basically, four points yeah. per tank. Tasty. Very. I mean, it's not gonna, it's, it's not gonna do anything other than assault, um, Infantry and, and gun teams, but mm-hmm. it's, it's how, you're gonna have to stop it. You know, like murder snails. Murder they're snails. not. They're not that slow. I don't think. Uh, well, eight, eight inch tactical, yeah. um, slow dash. Yeah, cross country dash of fourteen. They're not going anywhere particularly fast, but slow yeah. and steady wins the race. You'll have infantry running away from you faster than you can catch them. <laughs> as long as they're running. But hey, away. if they're falling back, they're falling back. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. I, I I consider it a win. That's interesting. And they've only got machine gun, haven't they? Yes. Uh, yes. Two, got, two, yeah. Two, basically, two, a rate of fire four machine. Yeah. Yeah. Two machine guns. The the up 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 armored. Sorry, up armed Matilda ones. Two machine guns. Yeah. Nice. Well, I mean, a, 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 a Matilda had like a fifty cal and a thirty cal, didn't it? It had two no, machine guns. Did it? No, it just had one. Just one. Just one. Yeah. You could replace it with a fifty cal. You yes. could Up armor, arm it with a fifty cal. Oh, I love my little murder turtles. I need them back. Why did they um? <laughs> so they send them to Leningrad for assessment, and then presumably they yeah. decided they were a bit rubbish. Uh, might say they 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 apparently they went to Leningrad, and then they were then Torpanzer got sent to support Kursk. Apparently, the, the surviving <laughs> free tanks went to Kursk. Yeah, where, where they uh, covered themselves in glory versus yeah, covered themselves yeah. panther. Would you uh, like this? Right. So, would you like this panther, or yeah. would you like this? When you say cover themselves in glory, do you mean they covered the terrain with their broken parts? <laughs> yeah. Mm. And then apparently the other batch of them went to first pans uh, to support p- parts operations in Greek and Balkans. I remember we said, when we did the review, we said about how, yeah. how horrifying would that be as a partisan to have these things chasing? Well, as you fire your anti-tank rifle at it, it just donks off. Yeah. Armoured car comes out of the corner. I have a Molotov. Yeah. <laughs> One of these things comes out of the corner. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. You just throw a Molotov at it, it just continue burning. They probably just get out and have a little <laughs> cup of coffee off the top Barbecue. of it. Yeah. <laughs> Light their cigarette for the flames and then button back down and drive towards you. Yeah. I, I like those as a as a as a thing because they're one of the very few things in it seems like in the German army where it's a dedicated resource to something as well. Yeah. You know, it's, it's dedicated to just assaulting and you know infantry. You don't have to worry about anything else. Doesn't need to do anything else. It's just. It's also probably small job. enough it can fit through most gates. <laughs> yeah, it? it looks quite chunky. I mean, it's yeah. It's I mean, it's obviously it's like it's a slightly bigger than normal Panzer One, so it's like got slightly wider tracks. Get that ground pressure down, I guess. <laughs> Put it this way: it's not a Tiger or a Panzer Four. It's a mini Tiger. It's a baby. Do it, tiger. Lee. Do it, do it, Lee. Do it. 
Do it. Baby tiger. Do, 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 do. Baby tiger. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I, I will. I will get some at some point. Nice. Patreon okay. money, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not using Patreon to buy tanks yet. <laughs> no, because we can guilt trip you into painting them. Then there. Uh, I know, but I got I got to do this commission first. So I can well, I know that's that's what makes it fun because we can guilt you trip you into do it, into doing it when you should be doing something else, and then you're so it's a guilt trip versus a guilt trip. It's like a guiltception. Yeah, the guilt guilt intersection. <laughs> mm-hmm. Guilt intersection. Yeah, I like that idea, Eddie. Guiltception. Eddie, it's <laughs> the internet. Can you buy them direct? Uh, not direct. Sorry, the um. From from not direct. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Midwood monsters are standard stock items. Oh Christ, are they? I mean, oh good. Yeah, excellent. Available everywhere. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's about it, isn't it? Yeah, I think we're on to events. Uh, events. Tenth uh, and eleventh of September is the Flames of War GT. Which Mark is very movies. excited about. Mark is extremely excited about. Um, I, unfortunately, will no longer be attending, as I now have family commitments on that weekend. Already. Oh, oh, what have you done? Um, but I will be going to Warfare at Farmer Exhibition Centre on the 12th and 13th of November. Yeah! 110 points, late war. Red, blue, swap. Yeah, I've got my ticket now as well. Ooh, so you just got to work on Lee. Yeah, I need to sort out. Okay, do I'll, I'll do, need to do another charm offensive with, with the wife it, just to... Do it. Do it. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Tell, oh, tell, and, tell, um, tell her you'll get her a box of pounds of one F. It's fine. Yeah, painted, painted. Yeah. If finish time, yeah, that will swear. I think. Um, <laughs> also, I just remember we're doing Dice Soon World War Two Open Day oh, on the. Um, is it the eighth? Eighth October. Yes. So Dice Soon is doing a World War Two gaming event day, isn't it? Yeah. So it could be down at Dice Soon Brighton. Um, we have some. We have table set up. For the doing twenty eight millimeter and fifteen millimeter World War Two war gaming, so we'll have um, games of Water Tanker, um, Legends of Normandy, which is the homebrew one that Nathan's come up with, and then also some Flames of War going on as well. Woo! Yeah, that's Saturday eighth October, and starting at half past ten. So either you can come down and use the armies we'll have, or you can bring your own army down and do some. I so said I'll be there. I think you're. Are you guys two guys that's going in as well? Uh, I might be there. I yep, should be yep. there, yeah. Cool. So we'll hopefully we'll be around. Um, the Daughters of Britain, who are like um, a like Land Girls um, ATC um, reenactment group, also hopefully be there as well. So have all their cool kits and going around. So yeah, should we? Should be a fun day. So hopefully we'll see you down there. We'll so hope hopefully get some new people playing as well. Yeah, it would be fun to write the podcast mm-hmm. gratuitously without unrelenting. Well. We can get a pop-up banner if you want. We should definitely do that. that yes, they are answering Carl Stop Person's question. We're going shame, shame, shameless marketing is what the patrons yeah. Yeah. being used for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, shall we shoot and scootin? I think we shall. So what we get? What we get? Shoot What's... as a tiger, a tiger one. Tiger uh, sorry, one. a little uh, Panzer, yeah. a Panzer one. Panzer one F Tiger two, Tiger three, whatever that's called. Tiger, Tiger three. uppercut. Yeah. So it's less it's less of um, a shoot scoot, it's more of a blitz because trying to get closer to you. So hit you all its things. So follow me so we can actually assault. Uh, a five, so a, a five, so it'll do go. whatever you follow me to assault. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> angry, angry murder turtles, yes. Mm. The armored was... train wreck what? I thought they were Hetzers. Oh Tetzers the murder turtles. Hetzers are murder turtles, but I quite like Murder Snails. Murder, murder Snails. That's murder snails. Said, yes. murder That's better. snails. Okay. Staring at you intently with their two little ice stalk MG34s. 
the Armored Train Wrecking Podcast. You've been listening to a shoot scoop, the main sport podcast, and the team of Breakthrough Assault.co.uk. It's brought by support for Balakon Hobbies, Dice of War, and Spiraling Energy Costs. Okay. Yeah, you're listening to shoot. I'm <laughs> trying. You keep talking. <laughs> no, you got to do it really deadpan. You're listening to shoot and scoot. Boom, boom, boom. The flames of war. You're listening. You're listening to shoot. You're listening to shoot and scoot. The flames of war. Team Yankee. Favorite nation. Dom. <laughs> it's a wash with nostalgia about when times were. Sh- <laughs> as a cost please note as a cost saving measure, measure today's podcast will be broadcast in monochrome <laughs> just in, in mono in mono rather than stereo in Dolby mono where available yesterday's technology tomorrow that's what we need oh, due to the latest government announcements please listen to this podcast at two times speed in order to save energy <laughs> All, all gather around one burning oil drum and, and 